<laughs> because I love you. <laughs> oh, are we rolling? Yeah. Oh, hello, non sequiturs. <laughs> Hi, everybody. Hello, hello, and welcome to the Inglorious Pastors Podcast. I love my brother. Where we talk about spirituality, news, and pumpkin spice flavored hot dogs. My name is Michael Basinger. With me are Matt Polly. Hey there. Brad Polly. Nope. Together, we are the Inglorious Bastards. In studio today, drum roll. Do you have a drum roll? No. Yeah. Oh, I still do. Yeah. Hold People on. are going to know because of the title of the episode. That's probably, but that's fine. It's more exciting <laughs> to have a, a, a uh, drum roll. Shit. All right, dude. One more time. There it is. Stephen Kyle. Stephen Dunn. So I have to tell you about Stephen Kyle. I'm I'm going to out you. You're you're outing me, which sucks, but continue. I'm sorry. I have have that on purpose so that people can't find me. We'll bleep it out. (laughs) No, you won't. Stephen. No, there's it. Um, So... um, I had to explain to Billy Patterson that Stephen Dunn and Stephen, whatever your name is, that we're not going to ever reference again. Yeah, that, that they were the same person. He had no idea. There's a few people that there that figured that out in the pub at one point. They're like, "Oh, that's you," and I was like, "Yeah, oh, it's you, that guy." Yeah. So. So. Yeah. Thanks for coming on the podcast. Thanks for having me on the podcast. So twist my arm to drink beer and talk. Talk about music. Let's do it. I know, right? Um, it's a real stretch for you. <clears throat> so you have something that all of our guests before have never had. Cooth. You, well, besides that, you were once <laughs> formerly in the worship supergroup known as the Evangelical Circle Church. Yes, he was. I indeed was. Briefly. Yes. Uh, you, were the o- you were the only good musician amongst us. <laughs> you were a part-time I won't, player. I won't say that because uh, it didn't. I will. Jer- Jeremy Page played bass. Oh, that's right. Times. Jeremy did. Yeah, did, yeah, yeah. yeah when, right. uh, when he played bass, I didn't have to and I got to play guitar. Yeah, that's that was right. That great. Yeah. I just, also, I don't remember who else was in it, so I don't feel like yeah, throwing people like, under it was, the bus. It was, I do, it was, I do was, remember Jeremy Page playing bass. But, and we had a couple of people, so <laughs> um, a rotation of people. Yeah. So, But yeah, the, uh, the Evangelical Circle Jerks was the name of our <laughs> church. Uh, I can't imagine why the church Our church, church plants uh, worship team, if you will. <laughs> why does nobody want to come to this? I have no I idea. I <laughs> I don't remember that ever being like announced. Well, it wasn't. Yeah, it was just yeah. between. Yeah, I was going to say like. Yeah. Well, the fact that our church failed, I have no idea why. The second before, what about five minutes before the uh, our opening service, our grand opening service, we were doing whiskey shots. Yeah, I brought my. Yeah. Jack. I brought my. Uh, I think I brought that honey jack, didn't I? Uh, jack Daniel's honey. Yeah, that was the that was the problem. <laughs> I had shit whiskey. No, that was okay. I oh, mean, Jack Daniel's honey's gross. It, it, yeah. Oh, don't no. It's, it's fine. It's a honey liquor. Okay, it is. That's it's fine. not whiskey. It's, it's yeah, still tasty. I will, I it will, is tasty. I but will, yeah, it's. I don't know. I I don't like. But I will. I do cook with it when I smoke. Wait, uh, cocaine? No, I cook with it. Oh, I think you said I do Meth. coke with it. I, I do. Like, I oh, do. Well, I mean, I you do know, coke with it. You do coke oh, and honey off it's the a, back of my seventy-five Bronco. Yes. I don't think we've ever talked about Broncos on this podcast. You guys ever won a Bronco when you were younger? I no. did. I want one now. Yeah, I totally do. Mm. Actually, I always not, wanted. A, not, I was more of an explorer guy. No, not a not a white one. No. Uh, Megan had a Dodge Ram Charger when we started dating in high school, which is like the Dodge version of a Bronco. It got twelve miles to the gallon. Yeah. She lived in Brown County, and I lived Jeez. in Ellisville. So mm. she would, and it was like four dollars a gallon then. Yeah. Oh man. Uh, and she would drive over to see me. I don't know why. Cost I honestly her, don't know why. Cost her ten yeah. bucks to get there. Wait, uh, probably more. Yeah. Well, yeah, because it 
four dollars a gallon. Brown County, that twelve, not 12 a miles trip. a gallon. Jeez, yeah. it was it was rough. But I I miss that truck so much. <laughs> <laughs> Should have had some truck nuts on it, man. <laughs> well, who says there wasn't? <laughs> she was always constantly looking for the Dodge Ram head because hers didn't have one of the like you know like the old 80s oh yeah got, hers didn't have it was it. like an actual ram wasn't it yeah like yeah like, like, like full that, blown that, that like came up yeah. over the, she was like looking always looking for one at like a junkyard or something to just like take off a car and yeah put on her hood that's pretty bad full blown dodge ram head yeah it was a literal Did, it was an actual ram like a you remember when like phrasing <laughs> no just for you michael it's fully just blown <sighs> pre-blown yeah, all right. Can we move on? <laughs> You've already got Matt. Here we go. <laughs> Gotta start early. That's great. Can we talk about how um, Matt didn't invite us to dinner tonight? No. Yeah, okay. he, he really I, didn't. And I've apologized. It was uh, you're really getting a pass for uh, uh, birthday. Uh, and then and then can the can the can can the podcast pay for it? <laughs> I bought his dinner. Thank no, you, by the way. No. We would have bought his dinner anyway. Yeah. We didn't have to buy it. Just yours. because I forgot to invite you. You were at a tennis match anyway. <laughs> And you said you couldn't come, oh, and I just my my poor son. I was yeah, I was communicating with Stephen the whole time. Forgot to mention it to these guys. Yeah, Sorry. <laughs> thanks, thanks for that. I'm gonna make it to the dinner tonight. Uh, what dinner? <laughs> yeah, it's like I'm eating leftover pork does loin. Does Stephen and know about this dinner? <laughs> I, sure I did. We had a good Thankfully. dinner. It was great. We had oh, a good dinner. We had a good discussion. Had a nice yeah, romantic. Oh, did birthday. you? We did. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Good. Glad it Michael was. Michael and I are going to go out without Matt one that's, of these nights. You know, that's fine. I, I no, apologize. Here's the thing. You're gonna, you say it's fine. I you apologize. Be so pissed when I we apologize. do that. No, I apologize Michael, to you. We're yeah, doing we're this. We're doing it. That's fine. You do that. We'll tell you him can, when we're there. You can tell me about it. Send me pictures. I, I dropped the ball. <laughs> I admitted it. It's fine. I forgot. It was a small oh. oversight on my part. Small? <laughs> it's like a $60 oversight. It's on a your small part. oversight, Michael. It was dinner. <laughs> Was there? What'd like, you have? Uh, smoked pork. Oh, milk. that's good. With I've had that. jam on it. Yeah, man. Yeah, and the truffle yeah. fries. Yeah, yeah, pretty good. Did you put out? <laughs> yeah, I did. Can we move on now? <laughs> St- Steve's happy now. I mean, like, can we just move on? Like, um, yeah. Can uh, it's your birthday? So happy birthday! Thank you, man. Yeah. Thanks. That's all I have to say about that. Glad you're alive still. One more year. I bought I mean, you whiskey. You did. Thank you for that. He, he is really, really. I bought good. you dinner. Apparently. So. <laughs> yeah, you did. Thanks, <laughs> actually, they actually they did. Yeah. Thanks, pub, for my birthday he, dinner. He, he, uh, is, <laughs> he is wearing a shirt that says "Live slow, die whenever." So yeah. yeah. Probably sooner than later. It's my probably. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Lord willing. All right. Here, let's let's. <laughs> you gotta go. <laughs> hey 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 hey. What are you drinking? Hey, hey, I've been thinking that if we're gonna get through this, we're gonna need some fluid. So hey, hey, what are you drinking now? Yeah. What are you drinking? You want to tell us about this beer? Sure. Uh, so Brad and I are having... You want to tell us about this beer? Well, guess yeah. what we're having? <laughs> I'm just saying that the only two of us are having it. Michael's not having oh, it. Oh, is, is there a... Bo- can in front of me? Right. There's, no. there's another one in the cooler okay. if you want it. I'll try. I'll have it. So anyway, Steve, Steve brought us. I mean, you, Steve, you, you can drink. You can drink it? it later. I'll drink. I'll drink, I'll drink both. Um, yeah. So I brought him Jackalope Lovebird from Nashville. Jackalope Brewing Company is one of my favorite breweries in Nashville, and they sponsor my podcast. So I was like, Hey, can I get a few beers? And they're like, Of course. That's awesome. Um, 
It's their summer seasonal. Jackalope's the first brewery in Tennessee started and run by women. Awesome. So Even that's better. great. Uh, but it's just like a, it's got strawberries and raspberries yeah, in it. It's really Just good. a really easy yeah, drinking summer is. beer. And it's super balanced. Like it's not overpowered. It's like 137 with... degrees today. And that beer <laughs> is perfect <laughs> for yeah. this. Well, and Brad got us new mugs. I did. Um, oh, that's really We'll good. put them up on Instagram from Comic-Con. Uh, I've got a Darth Vader mug. I've got R2 and Michael's got Chewbacca. Chewbacca. <sighs> they're awesome. Yeah, yeah this beer cool. is really good. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's very it's, nice. You, you yeah. can literally just, it's 4.4. You yeah. pound this shit all day long. It's I mean, that's very, very good. That's the kind of beer that you want when it's nine. And I'm out. also having New Riff uh, single barrel bourbon. And yeah. I'm also having uh, Taxman Investor, which is really good. This is really freaking good. And... Michael's triplings. Yeah. So I'm I'm also drinking uh Taxman Default, which is delicious. Have yeah, you had that before? No. No. Yeah, it's like I haven't had a lot of Taxman. I mean that makes yeah. sense. It's yeah. a distribute down there. And I'm having from from Bubby. Uh Aww. Burnham uh, Bernheim, sorry. Burnham. <laughs> it didn't, Burnham. Touch him. Didn't, didn't didn't touch never, him. Uh, never heard of it. Bernheim <laughs> original, Kentucky Straight Wheat Whiskey. It's seven years aged. And it's good, man. Good. So thank you. Seriously. How how did you get a beer to sponsor your podcast? Yeah, uh, we've been trying. I, I asked really nicely. Hey, Jackalope Brewing Company, if you're <laughs> listening, uh, if you want to really like a, the Lovebird, so if you know, you want to sponsor a <laughs> shitty Midwestern podcast, you wanna, we don't even ask to sponsor you, a worse podcast. We don't even ask that you send money; just send like a six pack of beer. We'll talk every so, once in a while, and and we'll uh, we'll plug. it. I guess I say sponsorship at this point is more like partnership. But my podcast is about music and community, so the idea was to like to build it around that. So we, yeah. I record some in the brewery as well. Oh, nice. Um, so I think we've only done, done actually done one there. It gets a little noisy. Yeah. Um, but it was, it was fine as well. Um, and uh, yeah, so like they, they partner with me on that and um, going forward when we do live events and stuff, we'll do them at the brewery. So it'll be like a little awesome. give and take cause the live event should hopefully bring them business right. and yeah. like, I just, yeah, the the point of it being about community, I wanted to partner with people in, in the community of Nashville. Talk about your podcast Dude. before we forget, because I'm sure somebody's like, what is this podcast? Okay, what, sure. What's it called? It's called Picking and Percolating. The original idea was to like drink tea or coffee and like talk about music and community, and now we hardly ever do that, mostly drink beer. Yeah. Um, Can you percolate beer? I don't know. I don't know. I, I'm not changing the name, but no, uh, no. <laughs> it's it. It generally runs about an hour, and it's like just a freeform podcast um, with musicians or like managers or all sorts of people, industry types. Sure. Yeah, I try yeah. not to get any of the douches, but you know. Well, <laughs> welcome to the Inglorious Pastors. <laughs> <laughs> the douche. Um, picking and percolating. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. Yeah, everybody download it. Give them a five star review. Yeah. Uh, the douche just reminded me of Parks and Rec. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's me, what I was going for. Yeah. yeah. Uh which reminded me Jackalope. Douche Nation. <laughs> Jackalope does a thing every summer you guys should come down to called Peach Yourself. Where they do like four like three to five uh Gotta love Peach. Peach yeah. beers. I'm in. Uh, I'm in. Yeah. Um so like and it's all like local peaches. Yes, they send us a couple, but six they're packs, but they're we'll just come down for the <laughs> <laughs> They're just uh, they're like all micro done, so they they nice. run out of them right like within like a few weeks after right. too. Um, but like one of them was like a peach bourbon barrel. Ooh, it, like wow. they just do some really awesome stuff. But they're new every year. It's just like a excuse to have a party and make weird <laughs> nice. beers. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, I think that's that's uh, 
What are we? What are we drinking? What are we drinking? Yeah. Do it, yeah. Uh, this round is on the Pastors Pub. Thanks, guys. Uh, if you'd like to buy us around, head on over to patreon.com slash podcast. It will get you access to the spinoff podcasts, access to our uh, the Pastors Pubs, closed Facebook group where we talk about life, spirituality, and just about everything else. Things discussed in the pub this week. Um, the best fantasy football team from our Pastors Football League is Science Mike Ditka. So, <laughs> That's a great name. Yeah, that is a good name. name. <laughs> yeah. Where'd we land on the kidney shifters? Uh, they, I don't even know if they were in the top ten. Yeah, I think I might yeah. be the only one that voted for it. Yeah. It's my no, team, there was so. more than one, I think. Oh, okay. well. I don't really know. I'm human paraquat. Which yeah. <laughs> is a very... It's a Lebowski deep cut. Why is your fridge open and your dog is inside of it? <laughs> is your, what is your <laughs> is dog? Beth's going to cut the pie up for us. Uh, Does okay. Beth know that? Yeah. Is she here? Yeah. Oh, oh, there she is. <laughs> Hi, Beth. I just saw the dog digging shit out of the fridge, and I was like, oh, okay, well. <clears throat> uh, talking to the pub about the uh, Righteous Gemstones. Have you guys seen that? I haven't been in there in like what the three fuck weeks, is that? so no. It's a HBO show. Um, it's got, uh, man, I'm forgetting all the names right now. Do I need to go to IMDb? Yeah, IMDb that shit. All right. <laughs> What's it the righteous that. gemstones? Righteous gemstones. Just not the righteous gemstones? Sure. I'm sure either one will work. <laughs> I am um, D-Bags. Cassidy Freeman. No. Edie Patterson. Kelton Dumont. Different righteous gemstones. No, it's not. There's only one. How many, how many shows are called righteous gemstones, Michael? I've never heard of those people. Oh, God. All right, can we move on? Danny McBride. Yeah, Danny McBride. That is the only person I know. No, you, you know more than that. Nope, sure don't. Oh, come on. No, I really don't. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm not big on Skylar Gisondo. I don't know who that is either. Oh, John Goodman's in yeah, it. Yeah, there we go. And Adam Devine. Wait, who's Adam Devine? Should I know that? Yeah, you probably recognize him. Is this guy from Star Wars? No. no. Wait, is that is that not the guy from Maroon 5? No. Oh wait, that's Adam Levine. Yeah, it's close. close it's one letter off. Yeah, it's, it's one letter off. <laughs> oh, Adam Devine. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. From Workaholics. From yep. Workaholics. Okay, I, yeah. okay. Was in Modern Family. So what is the show? I have no. It's a. It's like about this dirty, dirty family that's in uh, like a televangelist. Oh. Our super church. So it's church. about it's about real mega churches. Yeah, then? pretty so much. It's about modern even. It's a documentary. A damn thing. Right. It's a documentary. You're in a bad place right now. Mega churches. I literally can't see Steven. There you are. Hey, <laughs> just sit real, real weird and try to block the sun for you. Um, there was a, a turd meetup. You guys went out with. Uh, oh, with. Uh, yeah, a yeah. couple of the Irwin, the Irwin brood. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the Irwins. Yeah. yeah. Thank God. God it, thank God Ed Paul didn't show up. Yeah, I know. Yeah. What a Her? sack of shit. You know, that know. Guy. Yeah, really? I know. Uh, no, it was. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I've never met him. He seems nice. He's, You've he's never one. met him? No, I have. Yeah, he's wonderful. You, did you not go to the Peter Rollins thing? No, I had something uh, that night. What did you have? I don't know. I think I was going out on a date with my wife. Mm. Her? Yes, her. <laughs> God. <sighs> and then Matt had a turn up, turn meet up tonight. <laughs> yeah, I did. <laughs> I, 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 had a date with, I had a date with Steven. <laughs> it was great. It was. Uh, Tool had a new album that came out. People are really excited. Do they have a, is a stink fist two on it? I don't know. <laughs> it's 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 not as good as Taylor Swift's new album, which is yeah. righteous. All right, gemstones. Yeah, Tool's one of those bands that I'll hear their songs on the radio. I'm like, yeah, it's fine. I'm never going to listen yeah. to one of their. You albums. won't hear any of their their new album because it's all like seven to ten minute songs. Oh, good. So it's basically a Metallica album. 
I I yeah. wouldn't know. Yeah. So he wants. He wants Master of Puppets for eight About minutes. Metallica. No, you just seem to have like a working encyclopedic knowledge of so much that you haven't listened yeah. to Metallica. Yeah. Surprises me. Yeah, I don't really listen to butt metal. It's not butt metal. Mm. No, not mm. yeah. Oh, Rosalie Hicks is in that show. Who? I don't know. Can we? <laughs> okay, you. yeah. That <laughs> Michael's assuming I've heard of this every is like the, person. This is like the lamest. So I expect you to know John Goodman. That's who well, I, yeah. I knew Adam Devine. Why didn't you say John Goodman? I couldn't in think it. of his fucking name. Donnie. <laughs> the fat guy from Roseanne. <laughs> Roseanne reference on the podcast. Yeah. Not one that I anticipated. May she this rest evening. in peace. <laughs> rest in pieces. Um, I, I guess we'll, we'll go out of order and we'll do uh, this song. Wait. It's just the old one. Man, this oh. is the old one. Uh, <laughs> Beth, probably a piece of pie with a candle in it. I am not singing "Happy Birthday" like to you. Candle in the wind. Come on, sing Who "Happy Birthday." Sing "Candle in the Wind," no. like when no. Princess Di died. Can we? Can we sing like what is it? Ten thousand candles in the wind. Yeah. <laughs> we sing ninety-nine left balloons. heaven. Here's the thing. <laughs> so what's the story? What's the story? Yeah, what are we eating, Beth? Oh my god, that pecan pie is insane. Well, one of them's pecan, obviously. Okay, from Breadbasket in Danville, Indiana. Pecan? No key lime. That's a bummer. Coconut cream. All right. Oh my god. That's the best pecan pie I've ever had. Mm. Literally. Pecan pie might be my favorite pie. I mean, I. That's wonderful. I, love I really so much. like it. That's the best one I've ever had. I don't know what they... There's something in that. It's not... It's sweet, but it's not like they didn't overload it with sweetness. Man, that's... Yeah. My God. I think the con pie is like mainly high fructose corn syrup. It is, basically. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. Oh, that coconut cream is... Those, those are both delicious. Those are... Yeah. Those are fives. God. All the way around, those are fives. Like coconut cream and sugar cream, I think, are my two favorites. Oh, sugar nice. cream pie is magical. My mom makes My mother-in-law amazing. makes one of the best. Oh, I yeah. love it so much. Steven, are you vegan? <laughs> I assume everyone from Nashville is vegan and vegetarian. Have you been to the South? I'm kidding. <laughs> but you're from the hipster part of Nashville. I actually live, like, not in town. Oh, okay. But uh, your beard you says Johnny Cash's outhouse. <laughs> um, I mean, that'd be interesting. <laughs> he does like there. There is still like his cabin that like works as a recording studio. Right? Yeah, I know. Um, so, have you read his autobiography? Um, I've read the Robert Hilburn. Oh no, you got to read Cash by Johnny Cash. It is. You have to listen to it with Chris Christopherson reading it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like mandatory. I'm pretty sure he did the audiobook. <laughs> I'm trying to be dead. Yeah. I'm having a love affair with this pie. I think it's Robert Hilburn. Let me look up. Yeah, that's so good. I give that a full five. Yeah, that's both of them are just five. So they're are, they're delicious. That's easily the best pecan pie I've ever eaten. We've had multiple things from this. There place. is something about I don't know what is it's different. It's not like peel the enamel off your teeth sweet and no, I like that. There's a subtle sweet yeah. It's a lot more subtle than some pecan pies. You can I've actually had. kind of taste pecan, and mm-hmm. it isn't just corn syrup mm-hmm. and brown sugar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's just something about that pie. 
if you liked his autobiography, you should also le- read Johnny Cash, The Life, Robert Hilburn. Robert, right. Robert Hilburn was like a music writer of that time that knew him really well oh, okay. and followed him around stuff. So really noted. It's great. I also have a copy. I can just, we can, we can share it. <laughs> can you just, <laughs> just can you ship just it around? Send a picture of it. Just each page, page by page. <laughs> we'll just read yeah. the page. It's on I'll me. just text you back done when I get done with the page. <laughs> I'll just hit up Joshua out. Casey and see if he can print me copies. <laughs> still, still waiting on those copies. That's a, a two week old reference. That's, <laughs> That's really <nice>. good. Deep <laughs> cut. I don't think Casey understood because he sent it again through email and was like, here it is. And I was like, no, no, no. Like, print it, bitch. We wanted a printed copy. Yeah. Once again, if you're, li- I know you're listening, Josh. Uh, we really? will pay you to print the goddamn yeah, thing. Send us the we bill. We'll send you oh, money. We only need two copies. I can, I can do digital. Yeah, I oh, can't. Yeah. So just make two copies. We will pay you. Tell us what it's going to cost, and we'll, but we'll read the. You damn can go book. to the good place. Just go to a good place. Get it printed. Whatever. Don't go to like a church basement and some. 1986 Xerox copier. Just go get it printed nice and just send it to us. God, we'll pay you back. Go to go to Actually, go to the church basement, please. <laughs> I was gonna say go to Kinko's. They'll put it in like the plastic bound thing, yes, like a book. That's all like, I need. Yep, there you go. If I ever start a um, a publishing company, it's gonna be called the Church Basement. <laughs> Decided. I'm an ideas man. <laughs> <laughs> you prove that with Mountain. Yeah, every every page will have what, a, what a are dark we doing spot right in the corner. I don't know. I don't know. Every, we're ready for every page will have a dark spot in the corner. <laughs> That's a great reference. <laughs> can you uh, can you do um, Gary Busey? Yeah. Can do you, you not have the? Uh, um. Yeah, I'm ready. I'm just making sure yeah, you're ready. I got it. All right, yeah. Let's do this. I didn't forget it. I just didn't remember it. <laughs> been meditating with Gary Busey. That's great. You want to do, do your thing? Let's do it. You're listening to Look on the Bright Side with Mr. Brightside himself, Matt Polly. Always look on the light side of life. My birthday. <laughs> well, you're done. Okay. Uh, no, I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, I'm hoping this year is better than going to be better than the last couple. This so. year will be better. Year 44 is going to be the year of Matt. <laughs> okay. What year? Anybody <laughs> taking bets on whether that's true or not? I'm going to go ahead. This year's the I'm year. I'm taking of Matt. the under on that. <laughs> what's what? Well, what? Betting, betting's legal in Indiana now. What's, so. what's, what's the line though? It's going to be <laughs> your, <laughs> your eat, pray, love year. <laughs> I mean, after dinner, I'll go that's, with you to India. That's it, yeah. That's fine. All right, Steve and I are going to India. Let's, let's do it. Um, you're eat, pray, love here. That's, that's, that's so really good, good. man. <clears throat> uh, I read a book this week that just fucked me up in yeah. the best way possible. and Shock- uh, A little shockingly, I think, too. Yeah, we're interviewing this person uh Saturday. Saturday for next. Is that coming out next week? Yeah. The episode. What are we gonna I do? Decide if we're gonna drop it on Saturday. No, or I think we should just not drop it. On. I think we should just wait. We'll drop it. Well, next we're definitely week. not gonna do another one next week. It'll be next week's episode. Oh, will it? Well, oh, I thought yeah. we would just record the interview on Saturday and then just do the rest. We're on not it. doing the whole thing. No. 
Uh, I'm not drinking at 10 a.m., Michael. <laughs> Why? Michael is. Okay. Um, maybe I am drinking. Anyway. I've got some maple gonna, whiskey. Uh, drink, God damn it. We're interviewing a person that, I mean, he, he's the first I heard of him was when he was on the Robcast, yeah. and I was really impressed then, and then we got his new book, and it, I mean, I, like, the other night I was telling Michael, I slept like, I couldn't sleep. And it's yeah. not fucking Pete Holmes. It. He'll go no, on every other god goddamn <laughs> podcast but ours. Right. Yeah. Damn it, Pete. <laughs> Why you got to be like that? Why you got to be so? That makes me want to just try to get Pete Holmes. He's not a musician. But just, <laughs> just for the sake of being like you asshole, got Pete Holmes. I swear to God, and you'll fucking get him to you, man. I won't. <clears throat> I think you're you're way overestimating the popularity of my <laughs> podcast. <laughs> way anyway, I have a brewery sponsoring my podcast. Uh, this I book, get Pete Holmes. This book, <laughs> met, yeah. <laughs> this is this, Steven uh, sounding like a dick. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it, the book was just, it was so good. I, I literally read, I think I was 30 pages in two days ago and I finished it last night. Yeah. You said it's you read like a like hundred pages in one night. Yeah. And I read about a hundred last night yeah. to finish it. Um, I, I couldn't put it down. It, uh, it, the interview, I'm hope if the interview is as good as the book, I think everybody's in for a treat. Cause it, I mean it, yeah, I, I don't, <laughs> I couldn't sleep the other night because I was thinking after I read like a hundred and some pages, I could not get to sleep because I, it messed me. It messed with me so bad, Mm -hmm. like in a good way of thinking about my life, how I relate to people, how Mm -hmm. I relate to my world. Uh, This dude's legit, man. I mean, straight legit. Like, He's uh, he's doing the work. I mean, it, there's a phrase from. Can't a, wait to get Pat Roberts next week. Right, Pat Robertson. <laughs> Pat Robertson. Uh, I can't remember which uh, poet. I'm. I'm Ovid. Uh, can't wait no. to get Rumi on the podcast. It's gonna be great. Be lit. <laughs> Rumi's dead to me. <laughs> um, Spirit lives on. Oh, there's a there's a book by. There's a phrase that kept coming back to my mind. <laughs> When I was reading it uh, about what this person does, um, there's a book by Bernard, a author named Bernadette Rule called "Gardening at the Mouth of Hell." Yeah, That's, and yeah. that is is yep. apt of a description as what this person does Very much as, so. that I could possibly imagine. Uh, so it just uh, the stories the guy tells in the book, I, I couldn't get them out of my head. Yeah, couldn't shake it. Mm-hmm. So. And then I was realizing all the shit that I complain about. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. I remember that, him being on the Robcast. None of this like, means fucking Holy anything. shit. Like, yeah. I wish yeah. he'd come on my podcast, Pete Holmes. <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's not, not Pete, Pete Holmes. Holmes. <laughs> <laughs> it's still not Pete Holmes. So uh, anyway, uh, that was my bright side. I mean, I know that sounds like a downer, but it wasn't. Like it. Uh, anything I, that changes you, is, that's... I, I've, I haven't yeah. read a book in a long time that I feel like has wrecked me like mm-hmm. that one did uh yeah. and i i mean i was thinking about it again all day today as well so yeah it's it's that good so nice yep. yeah um for me i feel like this is like becoming an accountability group of some sort <laughs> <laughs> my bright side i, this I jacked week off was, again uh, this week guys i'm so sorry uh, that is actually my bright side <laughs> this week let me let me pray for you michael's like i finally had an orgasm <laughs> actually that is it Ding ding ding! <laughs> For years of trying, finally paid off. <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> the sound, the sound <laughs> here is the sound of Stephen openly our, regretting his decision our, to come on this podcast. Our accountability group in college, Matt, was literally just us talking about, yeah, I jacked off again, or I yeah. looked at porn yeah, again, or I... Pretty much. Yeah. Did you ever go into detail about what kind of porn you looked in your <laughs> accountability group? Nope. No. That'd be a great, like, SNL sketch. <laughs> no, because yeah. it was, no, it because would. it was always MILF. Who was it? No. <laughs> no. All right. Well, Brad what? went there. <laughs> a, lot, a lot of Carmen Electra. A lot of Pamela Anderson. Boy, you are big on Carmen. You've mentioned her a couple times on the podcast. <laughs> really? <laughs> like, it was the early 90s. What are you going to do? Yeah. Or mid 90s. I suppose jerk off to Carmen Electra. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 Baywatch was the thing, so I'll just. I it remember. is the least sexy show ever. It really kind of is. <laughs> I don't know. Hasselhoff's has all, all right. <laughs> okay, what are we doing? Michael, what's your bright side? I feel like I need to confess my sins about what I jerked off to when I was a kid. <laughs> no, you don't. Steven, Steven you want to go next? <laughs> if, it's, if, you say, a, if you say dead puppies, I, I am going to be so You have an unspoken? Pissed. I have an unspoken. Unspoken bright side? <laughs> I'm not sure how that works. <laughs> I think we have a hashtag. Unspoken <laughs> bright side. <laughs> I haven't even been thinking about hashtags. Um, that's, that's a mistake. That is a mistake. I'm already like seven deep at this point. Uh, well, I'm seven deep at this point is the next hashtag. What are we doing? Everybody's just typing shit. Yeah. What's <laughs> So, uh, my, do I want to go with bright side or do I want to go with what I jerked off to? <laughs> no, bright side, bright side. Ah! No. I don't know. God damn it. I'm morally no. curious. No, man. fuck you. No, no. Bright side. Michael, look no. at me. Michael. Look me in the eyes. <laughs> no. Bright I need, side. I need to know. And I think our audience needs to know. He's talking about masturbation and you just said, look me in the eyes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not sure Michael. where we're going to go from there. Yeah. Uh, Michael. What? Bright side only, please. Well, let me let me IMDB this person real quick. <laughs> Hopefully they have a new project Michael, coming please, out. Please don't say Helen Keller. Please. <laughs> please. <laughs> Do you guys play apples to apples? Yes. Yes. We have a house rule that Helen Keller wins no matter what. <laughs> yeah, that's that's pretty pretty given. Uh, like it does. Like it's never not going to be funny. It's terrible, but it's, it's never not going to make you feel horribly. Right. So you're just like, well, it's just it's it's the automatic win. Oh, Michael, what's your bright side? Will you just fucking um, say something? I've got some good news, guys. Okay. Um, I'm so scared. So scared. Uh, I can't find it. Fuck it. Um, my bright side is I um, my 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 air conditioning broke uh, the day before Memorial Day, and it didn't cost me five thousand dollars. <laughs> you mean la- you mean Labor Day? Uh, Labor Day. Sorry, yeah. that was like four, three Labor months Day. ago. Labor okay. Day. Yeah. yeah. So uh, I was really fucking stressed out, and yeah. then. Uh, it was like 125 bucks. Michael said so like, Michael said a bad run. I was like, God damn it! Yeah, I was like the night before because nobody is open on a Sunday night before. Yeah, nobody's open Labor, Labor Day. Day. So yeah. I was like, um, looking up how much it would cost for a new air conditioner because like the fan was just wasn't spinning at all. It was like anywhere from They're two to ten grand. 
depending yeah. on what you get. Did you go with a swamp cooler for the days that it was hot? Yeah. 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 So, yeah, we... That's the way to do it. Yeah. So, yeah. Cool. That was my bright side. Yeah. In other news, uh, Drew Barrymore is... Uh, Ugh. <laughs> Drew Barrymore. Oh, that sounded too weird. No, it's not. <clears throat> what? Why is it that... Like, you don't think she was attractive that's the first, in the 90s? That's the first dirty picture I ever really? looked up on. No. Are you serious? Yeah. That's she's, the, she's attractive. I personally, like, wasn't a fan of her voice. No, that's the thing that like, but I never really liked was like, yeah, I mean, oh, she's got some. Oh, I'm sorry, she's no there. Carmen Electra. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> you don't like Anne Hathaway? No, no come on. No. And your wife looks like Anne Hathaway. <laughs> that's why she brought that up. You're a horrible. But idiot. also, Anne Anne Hathaway, I feel like, is objectively quite attractive. She's fine. Yeah, I have no problem with her. She's fine. <laughs> See, See <laughs> I thought I didn't know you were down here, Beth. See, hey, Beth, sorry I, about. Don't hope you who, don't find pictures did of you Carmen Electra. Who did you say? What was your I answer? I said Milf. Oh, yeah. I was trying to say I'm the bad I'm, one here. I'm, I'm not. I'm not too specific. Was that even a word back then? <laughs> it wasn't. I'm totally kidding. Grannies. No. 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 Nope. Looking up the old gilf. Nope. 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 That uh, that was definitely not in my repertoire. <laughs> it is now, but let's see. the look on Stephen's face right of just like, what the fuck did I just do? I knew I was getting into, yeah, but I'm also like, knew. this is uh, I hope <laughs> you want to keep her name off this episode. Is that what you're trying to say? <laughs> you uh, wouldn't be the first episode one. 182 with anonymous musician from Nashville. <laughs> Stephen Kyle, <laughs> please. T- he did it again. All right, I'm gonna have to change it. <laughs> he did it again. I have no regrets. All right, I'm gonna have to change it. But so the reason that my Facebook is Stephen Kyle is so that people couldn't find me on my personal page. Because like I'm not like a huge musician by any means, but still you like meet yeah weirdos that yeah. like want to follow you and they will like add you on your personal facebook and try to message you yeah. way too often yeah you should, and you I was should like, change it to steven delopoulos and <laughs> <laughs> yes. that's the guy from uh what's yeah. well, the burlap to cashmere i i did find out recently which i feel like i should have known this as a millennial that you apparently can unlist your facebook profile really oh. i didn't know that so that i don't people, even know what that means it means people can't like they, they could search brad Polly, but they wouldn't show up oh well nobody likes me anyway, <laughs> and i'm not on there anyway so, so. you should change your last name to gilf hunter <laughs> Stephen gilf You need to cover this at your next show. (laughs) Interestingly enough. (laughs) I'll I'll go ahead and shamelessly plug. I just launched a pre-order for my my album. Yes. And one of like the things you can do, and they're they're limited, is you can pay, I think it's twenty bucks, and I will do a one take acoustic cover of whatever song. Are you in. serious? Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. I, I do have the caveat of being able to refuse based on like racism, misogyny, like oh, that well, kind of stuff. Okay. But like will for the write, most part. Will you write a song called Gilf Hunter? No. <laughs> will you cover the Humpty Dance? Uh maybe. <laughs> I'd have to relook at the lyrics. Yeah, don't. Don't <laughs> <laughs> but I like big butts. <laughs> sure. <laughs>
It'll be the abridged version. We have disposable income on this podcast. <laughs> you're going to the worst. You're going you to just buy like any all MC of them. hammers anaconda. Can you do that? Probably. I, I, I mean, I, <laughs> please do pumps in a bomb. Pumps in a bomb. That's please. what I was thinking of. So the thing is, is I'll, I will, I'm not going to post it. Michael's I just was only going to send it to whoever buys it. Yeah, if, like, if, if, you, if we buy one and you send it to us, it's getting played on this podcast. <laughs> just. For, just in case you're as, wondering. As long as you say it's Stephen Ganopoulos, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my bright side, I have a lot of bright sides, but one of the big ones is I tore tendons in my ankle and ligaments, but they're not torn all the way through, so I don't have to have surgery. <laughs> That's good. And I can and I can still like kind of walk now. I couldn't walk when it first happened. Like my ankle is like a softball hmm. but like the fact that i don't have to have surgery yeah, and can walk good. right now that's is huge like, yeah uh honestly when, when you lose it, a little something in concert when you're sitting in a wheelchair playing guitar i did a concert in uh like i had to crutch on stage and sit on a thing and had people hand me stuff the whole night i felt so terrible <laughs> work for dave girl it, it was the day after i like did this to my ankle i couldn't put any weight on it whatsoever wow wow yeah mm. but that's that's the bright side yeah and Michaels is Drew Barrymore. All right, what about what's next? I don't know what we're doing. Oh, we're doing the the song thing. Yeah. Oh yeah. What do we want to call that? I don't know. I got an idea. Let's call oh, it something that we already have a, a, a jingle for. Hey. <laughs> it's not that. Though. It's not that though. Don't skip. Don't skip, Victoria. <laughs> it's don't. definitely not CCM Corner. Uh, we we decided to start a thing where. Especially Matt and I don't know about Michael, but Matt and I just download shitloads of Apple new music. music. Is like crap. <laughs> it man. is, um, and I'll just download stuff and I'll listen to it once. And be like, eh, I'm not going to listen to that again. I'll delete, delete it. it. Yeah, uh, but every once in a while I'll come across the gym. So uh, we were thinking maybe we would just each week, or if we decide to do this every week, maybe we will, maybe we won't. Uh, but periodically, anyway, uh, just talk about new music that we like, an album yeah. during the week or whatever that really hit us. Um, and then play like a clip of the, of a song. Okay. Uh, so for mine, uh, is Olivia Jean. Yeah. This sounds so from good, third man, man records, mm-hmm. which is Jack White's, uh, label. Newton John's daughter. Nope. Nope. <laughs> 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 Olivia Newton Jean. Uh, Olivia Jean, the album is called night owl. Uh, and I'm going to play the song night owl. Uh, it's, um, I mean, I guess it's alternative. I don't know what that means anymore. Know. But anyway, yeah. here's it. It is just. I, it might be my album of the year right now. Yeah. Um. So here's uh, here's the song "Night Owl." Make sure this is on. All right. Rock yeah, bit. kind of. Yeah. <clears throat> that that guitar riff intro reminded me like of something early two thousand. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of yeah, like Stacy's mom s. Yes, that yeah, kind of a little bit. Yeah, it reminds me of uh, like after after the riff, American so Hi-Fi. It's good. I like yeah. it. Yeah, that's a good. It's a really I, good album. The, in the the whole album top to bottom yeah is is really solid i really like it so 
Yep, if that's your type of thing, download it, Olivia Jean. So, so periodically I text uh, rap correspondent Shamik Williams. <laughs> um, I feel like all these songs from Matt are going to be rap. No, they're not. I, I Every week have, it's going to be rap. No, it won't. I, I, but, I like the raps, guys. But there, there's some really good like females doing some incredible stuff in, in the rap game, and it's this is one of them. Her name is Rhapsody. Um, this is a song, Merly. I was really hoping you'd say Nicki Minaj. <laughs> no. This whole album is just, her flow's incredible. It's really good. Black widow, young kiddo, tear stained pillow, another black man died. Wading in the water, on mean baptized. Dark ass time, down back, no eye. I see them, I be them, I be them. Windows, they don't look through ours. We got a fire and it's big like Cali's, but they ain't for us. We ain't for us, they only for that we serving time. But the boys, that's a bigger crime. We gave ours to the rallies, funerals, black denalis. Can't let a day go by. Esau, she saw, Eric die. We saw people cry. Think about all of our people's wives. Raise the kids in the world they know ain't safe to live. Like merely emergency to You know what I like about it? Is that it's very heavy on the lyrics. It's not like really fussy musically. It's just really sparse. I like a little bit of both sometimes. Like that. But her, her, like, especially this song, like, especially later on, the flow. Yeah, it's incredible. I mean, it's just it's phenomenal. It's no Eminem, but it's fine. It's no Missy Elliott, but it'll do. Thank God. Hey, Missy Elliott dropped a new album. Yeah. Have you listened to it yet? Yeah. Please shut up. I'm, I'm disappointed, to be honest. Did you listen to it? Yeah. I haven't listened to it. Like, there's like one song that's solid, I think. Yeah. Also, when you take 14 years to drop an album and you only release, like, was it like five songs, four songs? Yeah. I'm just kind of like, cool. That's an EP. Yeah. Look, you took 14 years. Sure, like she does write a lot. I think Missy Ellen is. I'm not yeah, like yeah. I'm not slamming her at all. She's talented. She's written a ton for other artists. Yeah. But just like if you're gonna take that long and do an yeah. album, like drop drop us something. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, that was it, it's still good. There's just like only one song that I'd be like, this is this is yeah. what I expect from you type thing. Yeah. That's a really good album. That was from a couple weeks ago. But Ezra Furman also is an artist I'm really digging right now. He wrote it. I was just okay with that album. Really? Yeah. Oh, man, I, I loved it. It's fine. I loved it. His album, a uh, new album called 12 Nudes, which is just great, man. It's a great album. Are you trying to do a twofer right now? A lot of no. MILFs. No. A lot of MILFs in the... Anyway. <laughs> oh, what's your... Yeah. Oh, what was your... Oh, yeah. Uh, Michael, what do you have? I, I'm... I'm, I'm I'm going to derail, so I can go last. I mean, not, a, mine's going to be a, a decent derail as well, so go shocker. for it. All right. <laughs> Michael derailing. You want me to do it? Okay. Go for it. So um, I think it was yesterday or the day before. Um, what? You're fine. Go ahead. My uh, son came home from school, and he wanted my daughter to hear a song that he heard at school. And so he told me what the song was. Where are you going? You unplugged my computer, you son of a bitch. You're at 78%. You literally I unplugged had it to, and didn't tell I me. I had to plug it into the soundboard. You're the fucking worst. What's your percentage right now? <laughs> it's 55. You couldn't uh, tell me fine. that you you'll did that? You were in the other room. <laughs> okay, I can play his now. I can play Steve's now. I needed to also plug in the fucking soundboard. <laughs> Go ahead. Do you, should I intro Go ahead or, or should I? Yeah. T- okay. Uh, so this is Tyler Childers. He has a new record out called Country Squire. Uh, Tyler's like a great kind of, uh, I don't know, like Appalachian classic country folk stuff that's like blown up. He just got signed to RCA, mm. which is like a huge deal because he's not like a pop country guy at all. Mm-hmm. 
But this song's called Ever Loving Hand, and it's about how he uh, masturbates when he's on the roadway from his wife. We're, and it's a, we're, we're nothing if not consistent. It's a great time in America when a country singer on a label, like a A-list label, can release a masturbation song. That's long saying. They got my favorite lotion here. <laughs> Something in a hotel I admire. I got the pictures that you sent me. Cause I miss you something fierce In this quaint New England town God, that's so great, man It's, uh, yeah, it, you, you can stop whatever you want But it, it, uh, the, the tag my favorite lotion The tag of the chorus is, uh, so I've got you on my mind And my ever-loving hand uh, is, is the tag on the chorus every time It's, it's fantastic Oh, if so if you get a chance to see him live, his band just rips, like oh, yeah. they they all shred. Yeah. It's they're so good. Michael. All right, so my, my son wanted to hear a song here in school, and uh, he wanted my daughter to hear the song, and so he told me what the name of the song was. Sarah was like, "I have no idea what you're talking about," and I knew immediately what it was. So, <laughs> uh, so I I pulled up the song for him to play, but and I played it, and he's like, that, "That's not it." So then I, I skipped through and found the, the version that he wanted to play. So here it is. Yeah, I'm gonna take my horse to the old town road. I'm gonna... Is this the, the uh, kids' bop version? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Your son is a legend. I know. <laughs> I didn't know Kids Bop was still a thing. I, yeah, I assumed it, they're going strong. I assumed it died with CDs. No, they, nope, it nope. didn't. Nope. My they kids have, went through a healthy uh, Kids Bop phase for a while. Thank yeah. God we're out of that. They also have a cover of the Lady Gaga Shallow song. Well, now you have to play some of that. <laughs> All right. <laughs> now, what, why? Because it's going to be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The youth, the youth, the youth is our future, Matt. Yeah, come on. We need to extend a hand. We just teach them well and let Tell them lead the way. Tell me something, girl. <laughs> Are you happy in this modern world, <laughs> or do you need more? This is so great. <laughs> is there something else you're searching for? <laughs> There's no emotion in that voice oh, whatsoever. No, it's so hollow and dead. It is. It's because and it's also auto-tuned. Like, yeah, great. Yeah, I'm convinced that's an adult, and they just put like a kid filter on it. It's that woman who does Bart Simpson. <laughs> and in the bad times, I fear myself. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, Lord. All right. I already got next week's picked out. So. <laughs> 
Thank God. All right. What are we doing? Let's. I feel like this is going to be an eight hour podcast. Uh, let's go into the news feed. All right. Stephanie Rice. Rice and beans. Red she beans. Sent me this uh, today. She was actually supposed to do it next week, but we bumped it up because breaking news happening now. Um, this happened down the road from her, actually. Um, car smashes into Centerville LA Fitness, lands in a pool. A swimmer and a driver are hurt. I'm surprised there wasn't more than one swimmer hurt in that. Yeah. So a driver smashed through a window and into the swimming pool. God, I've never understood how this happens. Every once in a while you'll see on the news, somebody just drives through a restaurant. It's like, what? Well, they like, fell fuck? asleep at the wheel. Yeah. Had oh. to be. Had to be. Yeah, how well, do you end you up see, in an LA but, fitness but, parking lot but like you older, do that? But like older people will like jam on the gas accidentally thinking it's the brake and they don't uh, let off. I've seen that happen. It's a miracle our late grandfather didn't kill somebody. Oh, yeah, it really is. Both so injuries are no described as non-serious. Both injuries are non-serious. Well, wow. water, water slows the car down a little bit. Yeah, I'm not sure what the physics is on that, but <laughs> <laughs> we'll physics, go with it. Physics correspondent Matt. <laughs> I just know, like, so like all the stuff about people jumping off in like action movies into water and not getting hurt. Like it's bullshit. Oh, it'll still like it'll kill you. It's it, like concrete. Yeah. It, yeah, yeah. So like you're like water slows you down. But, ah, it it stops you. That's for sure. It, uh, it will stop you. Yeah. Unless the cart lands on you, in which case that's a problem. Jim Lee of Xenia, Warrior Princess, um, <laughs> was at the <laughs> fitness center. Oh, uh, love Lucy when Lawless. When he saw <laughs> little Lucy Lawless for you. Uh, when he saw the commotion, uh, he said, "I was just, I was just working out, and a bunch of people started running towards the locker room. I walked out there, and there's a car in the pool. So I went back to working out. Yep." Lee said he was thankful more people were not in the pool area, but he, because he has seen as many as 30 to 40 people in the pool. That's too many people. During water aerobics classes. Oh, God. <laughs> there would have been a bunch of old people thinking yeah. they were doing something. Oh, yeah. oh, oh boy. Taking out a bunch at once. <clears throat> Population control. You said that way too excited. You're like, you could take out a bunch. Let's do <laughs> God. Next week, Michael drives into the... Martinsville YMCA. <laughs> if you could drive into something, know you were going to walk away. Minor, uh, uh, what is the word here? A non-serious accident. What would you drive into? I got my answer. Bowl of Jello. All right. What do we do? A pool of Jello. We've been doing this for an hour, and we have done fuck all. I don't know. <laughs> There's nothing happening. I don't have right an now. answer, Michael. I don't have an right. answer to that. The answer for Brad is um, a bowl of ramen noodles. <laughs> Okay, sure. B- Matt is uh, vanilla pudding. Okay. And Stephen Kyle is mayonnaise. Okay, that's great. <laughs> I hate mayonnaise. He keeps <laughs> Stephen Kyle. That's gonna. I'm mean, gonna change it now. Yeah, you really would. God. Such a, such a shithead, man. I'm sorry. He is just the worst. I mean, the worst. You're not sorry. Don't say no, you're, you're sorry. not sorry. I, I, I feel so sorry. bad. I literally didn't know that, that that was why you did it. So I just. I mean, once you do it once, it's all over at that yeah. point. Yeah. It was over a long time ago. Yeah. He can keep saying it. I'm changing uh, it, it no matter how. Steven Delopoulos. 
People are going to look up Steve and Kyle to try to find my music after this show. <laughs> yeah, they are. Stephen Dunn. That's it, it's your website, stephendunn.com. And there's a dash in there because somebody else owns stephendunn.com. Oh, man. But one of my like tech friends, which I could have done as well, I just didn't care. He like looked up the day it comes up and it's been owned for a long time. He's like, they probably don't have an auto renew on it because of how old it is. He's um, like, so on this day at midnight, if you feel like sniping it, you probably can. Yeah, I so would. do it. I'm do gonna, it. I'm gonna try it. I think it's in March. So nobody warn the other Stephen Dunn. Nobody <laughs> tell him. I have an idea. Michael, just I'm thinking. Jesus Christ, God. man! I'm thinking we get StephenDunn.com and re reroute it to Inglorious Bastards. <laughs> oh my God, that would be fucking hilarious. <laughs> That'd be great. And then make him buy it. Make him buy it from us. For One like, million dollars. <laughs> we charge him fifteen hundred dollars just to take the pig back. If you think I would pay fifteen hundred dollars for that, just to get a dash mind. out of your you're name. out your mind. Yeah. <laughs> How right. much would you pay? I'm just curious. I'm just asking <laughs> for a friend. <laughs> How much is it worth to you? $12 a year. Uh, well. About the price of a domain name. Yeah. <laughs> we're overpaying <laughs> for ours. I think we're paying 20 yeah. Michael, we're in the news feed. We haven't done yeah, the news feed. Yeah, I'm ready whenever okay. you're ready. All right. Oh, are you? Yeah, okay. go for it. Uh, how do we feel about aliens? I love them. I don't. Probing? No, I mean, do you feel like probe. they're real? Pro probe. <laughs> Michael's pro probing. I was asking if you think they're real. Yeah, why wouldn't they be? Well, I mean, there's a number of reasons, but... Tell me one Matt, reason why there wouldn't be... I, I go back and forth on it, man. I don't know. I mean... Steve and Kyle, how do you feel about it? <laughs> I feel about it the way I feel about most things. Stephen Dunn. either way. Like okay. Stephen-Dunn.com. I'm not, I'm not going to so, land hard either way on this. A yeah. former manager of the Department of Defense Aerospace Threat Program says they are absolutely real. Yeah. Hmm. <clears throat> Depends on what you define as an alien, too. Also, that would be a great troll. So, yeah, yeah I, like this guy could just be messing well, with people. Well, so <clears throat> there's a lot that goes with this story. So uh, there was a, a press conference and a, and a like a symposium. It feels like it's just Tom DeLong with a mustache on. Tom DeLong is a part of this. Oh, I have no doubt. As a matter of fact. He's all about the aliens. Um, so he's actually the CEO of this. They're launching. There was the official. <laughs> there's an official launch of what is called the. Oh, Jesus, this is from 2017. God damn it. No, that's good. Fucking I, Huffington I, Post. Fuck I had this you. On, on my thing, and I never used it because it was a long, long time. Anyway, so I guess so in, aliens two don't goddamn years ago that you launched this thing called uh, To the Stars Academy of Arts and Sciences, which really rolls off the tongue. Yeah. <laughs> um, the CEO is Tom DeLong. Uh, I don't Who is that? How do you know He's that? the Blink-182 guy, the, oh. the one that so left the band. So it's clearly legit. Angels okay. and airwaves. Maybe I shouldn't have done this story. Anyway, uh, so this guy. No, he spent a shit ton of money on this. He's um, serious about So the, the, this organization is basically uh, established three divisions, and they're basically uh, researching and trying to advance technology in three areas, science, aerospace, and entertainment. So the, they, the guy said that we are basically uh, Tom DeLong said, we believe there are discoveries within our reach that will revolutionize the human experience. So during this, there was kind of a Q and a, one of the guys on this <clears throat> is uh, a former, they've got former government employees on this. One of which is this guy, Lou um, had resigned his position at the department of defense. Uh, and he says, um, 
he said, I asked him if these unidentified objects were considered to be threats. He said they did not exhibit overt hostility, but something unexplained is always assumed to be a potential threat until we are certain it isn't. Uh, on the bright side, I believe we are closer than ever before in our understanding of how it operates. So uh, he said a former high ranking, he's a former high ranking Department of Defense official. Um, he confirmed that the government does have a, an official UFO program. I'm sure they do. Um, well, having an official UFO which, program is normal. UFOs <clears throat> unidentified flight, like that's basic right. air defense. Right. Sure. Uh, so this guy does say also, though, it's a poop defense because sometimes poop is an unidentified flight. So, like, uh, God damn it! Went to the zoo. <clears throat> so the guy's name is uh, the guy that's a member of this academy. His name is Chris Mellon. He served as the Deputy Assistant Secretary of Defense for Intelligence for two administrations, and not exactly a lightweight. No. So he presented an overview of a 2004 incident involving the aircraft carrier USS Nimitz, which is like not exactly a lightweight, right? Uh, which was detected on two separate radars. Huh. I uh, said two F-18s, which are J- U.S. jets, approach. The four aviators see that the object has no wings or exhaust. It is white, oblong, some four, same, uh, some forty feet long, same, and perhaps twelve feet, no. and, and perhaps twelve feet thick, same. <laughs> as soon as I read it, I was like, God, God damn it! it. Uh, so the other radar is the radar one pilot. Mesh. One pilot pursues the craft while his wingman stayed high. The pilots were are astonished to see the object what are suddenly. They, <laughs> Can I fucking read this? I don't know, can you? The pilots are astonished to see the object suddenly reorient itself toward the approaching F-18. In a series of discrete tumbling maneuvers that seem to defy the laws of physics, the object takes a position directly behind the approaching F-18. So it essentially just disappears and basically reappears behind the At which point the F-18 pilot shit is I was thinking, I'm like, God. Um so the lengthy, lengthy event occurred in broad daylight off the California coast, and gum, gun camera footage was taken. Huh. At one point, the object went from hovering at 80,000 feet, which is really yeah. high, to dropping at supersonic speeds and came to a complete stop at 50 feet above the ocean. More F-18s were dispatched, but with similar results, the secret machine easily evades them. Dozens of military personnel aboard the, pre- the various planes and ships involved are privy to these interactions. Yeah, I mean, you keep seeing videos and stuff, man. I mean, you you kind of at some point you almost you almost run out of explanations. Yeah. And like, I, think, I I think it's arrogant to think that we're alone. I, I yeah, that's kind of yeah, where I keep landing. In the universe. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I mean, I don't know for sure, but right. I, I keep leaning more towards yeah. There's probably something out there. I don't know if it's arrogant to think. I think it's arrogant to say like without a doubt. Well, that's yeah, what I mean. yeah, yeah. Like yeah, yeah. I, I think yeah, yeah right. It's kind of like I think it's arrogant for anybody to go, oh, I know what happens when we die. No, you don't, um, because we haven't died. So, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I, yeah. I, I think it's arrogant to say anything like that, Oh, but like that, that can't too, end but. evidence for real. <laughs> right, of course. So, anyway, DMT, uh, I just thought baby. that was interesting, even <laughs> though it's fucking two years old. Sorry. Still, hey, still, I mean, that's, I got to start reading timestamps. No, no, but let's let's talk about the fact that they thought that shit was going to blow the lid off of that thing. Yeah. Here we are. I know two years later later and nothing happens. There's always going to be skepticism. Finally, the pastors talked about it. Finally get some coverage. Yeah. Anyway. So, all right. Uh, I got a good story. 
from our favorite, good news network. Yeah, from our good favorite good news network dot uh, org. Orange. When when boy with autism was overwhelmed by first day of school, kind classmate soothed him. Did you guys see this? Oh, I did see this. It's yeah. wonderful. Uh, a little boy's simple gesture of kindness towards his classmate is having a big impact on social media users. Eight-year-old Christian Moore was headed into his first day of classes at Maneha Elementary in Wichita, Kansas, when he saw another boy curled up in a ball crying by an outside corner of the school. Without hesitation, Christian approached the youngster and consoled him until it was time to go inside. He then took the hand of his new friend and walked him inside of the school. Little did Christian know the distressed youngster, eight-year-old Connor Kreitz, had been overwhelmed by his first day of school because he has autism. Christian's mother, Courtney, uh, was so moved by her son's act of kindness towards his classmate, she snapped a picture of the two holding hands and published it on social media. I saw him on the ground with Connor as Connor was crying in the corner and he was consoling him. He grabbed his hand and walks him to the front door. He waited until the bell rang and he walked him inside of the school. The rest is history. They have an inseparable bond. Uh, the photo has been shared a thousand, thousands of times. Um, they're just their friends now, which is just, I, I don't know. It's just in... I, in this day and age, it, it sort of makes a difference that the the boy who that helped the kid with autism was black, and the young boy was white with autism. I think it matters because it, it matters. You realize that kids don't see kids color don't see until color. they're taught exactly to do I, it. I, I not, almost, not taught to see color, not to see color. They're just taught that it doesn't matter. Yeah, <clears throat> I just I, I almost hesitate to mention, <clears throat> but I think that's important in this day and age that these young kids are just like, oh, somebody's in trouble. I'm going to help them, and it doesn't matter skin color or. Yep race or religion or sexuality or what like there's people who just don't see that shit and that's great or who, who see it but it's it's irrelevant it doesn't it's, factor into it doesn't their... factor into any decision making yeah i think it's important to see our differences and acknowledge them and and, yeah. and um you know support those differences but at the same time you're you're we're all humans we all share the same dna so is that a lift off of colored people no, Michael. <laughs> See, that's what it sounded like. Such a good story, and you, uh, you fucking ruined it. And it, this story hit me because one, 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 two, 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 two. two. Um, that story hit me because <laughs> you knew it was coming. You just knew. Go ahead, keep talking. I just would like to point out that he said lift off colored people. Like, I understand what he was referencing, yeah, but right. that just got said. Michael. <laughs> Michael. <laughs> Michael. Yeah. I believe I can Dear God. Stop it. You can't play R. Kelly, man. Come on. <laughs> Go ahead. Anyway, it, it, that story hits me because Jude has a lot, has autism, and Brad has a son with autism. Yep. And, and it, so the social stuff's really hard sometimes. Um, so kids just don't get it. They don't yeah. get his outbursts. They don't get his... I need to go have a break. Like they sometimes they just don't get it, but he does have some friends who do get it, and that's important. Yeah, and and that matters. And so, if I'm that that young child's mother, man, that's I'd be, I don't know, that's it. it I'd be really happy to see somebody taking my child under their wing and yeah. just loving them. So, cool. Yeah, Stefan. I'm going to pull a Michael Bay singer and do like 50 of these. Okay, that's cool. Okay. <laughs> they have to be all about sex dolls. You need at least one about sex dolls. I have no sex dolls, but I have a tampon story. <laughs> mm. I don't know if this made it into the pub. Megan sent this to me and she was laughing. So Hi, this, Megan. Hey, Megan. You're associated with this podcast now, whether you want to be or not. 
Um, can we say her middle name too? <laughs> okay. if, you know, if you know, it's it. also no. Kyle. God, that Megan be weird. Kyle. Hi, Megan Kyle. Um, so this guy, <laughs> this guy posted a picture of a tampon his girlfriend left at his apartment. Oh boy, it's sealed. It, oh, okay, like it's just a normal tampon. He, he's he's being he's being very. Uh, he's actually like trying to be sweet. He's just ignorant. Um, <laughs> So he posted, and he and he and it. Uh, the picture of the tampon has like flowers and stuff on it, and there's an R on the tampon. <laughs> and he says, "My girlfriend left a tampon at my apartment. I don't know where the left one is. <laughs> Anyone know where I can get a single left tampon to keep a set here for emergencies?" <laughs> Which then spawned on Twitter women sending their significant others that picture and saying, "Do you know what this R stands for?" Oh gosh! One response says reusable. Nope. Nope. Another one says ridiculous bleeding. <laughs> Another one said reusable, and then and she laughed so hard, and he was like, "I have no idea." And she's like, "Any other guesses?" And he said, "Recyclable." <laughs> uh, another one said, "Uh, risky." Rectum. <laughs> there is regal as a response. Rectum. And then the final one, someone said said right side, and she said, "So is there a left side?" <laughs> uh, so yeah, there's wow. there's that. Um, it just means it just means regular, right? Just regular. <laughs> what the R means? <laughs> it's not regular. It's probably regular, right? Anyways, next one. Brad's like, I don't know, but it's, I know it's not right side. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it just means regular. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Right. Regular. Uh, Unlimited. Uh, so this is another great one. Oh. No, Matt, come on. You're, you're going to give, give him crap for that when and you played a rapist song? Like, where's... In terms of the line... Hey, he didn't play the R. Kelly. Michael, no, absolutely not. Absolutely not. In terms of the line, like making a, a like genital smell sometimes joke versus a rapist. Like, like I'm going to go We're on that side. I'm not raping the song. No, but he, he probably wasn't a rapist at the time that he wrote. Yeah, no, I'm sure, I'm sure he, he was. was. I'm, sure he I'm was. pretty sure the courts would disagree with probably you Probably shortly that. after. No, I'm pretty sure it's been basically Anyways, forever. Anyways, uh, next one. This guy. I need somebody to fact check that. This guy uh, thought it would be really funny when he renewed his license in 2015 to sign his signature as three cat faces. So he, they're like, they're pretty simple. They're just like three little circles, but he did like nose and whiskers. And I'm surprised it, they let him do that. It's you can sign your signature as anything, um, pretty much. Yeah, you can do smiley face, whatever. But so it's for the most part, it hasn't caused him trouble, except people who are, are like, "Oh, fake ID, man," or like giving stuff. Right. And he's like, "No." Like, come on. Um, Watch me bars. recreate that cat picture. <laughs> and then uh, he just bought a house recently. And this is the first time that it became an issue because he had to sign the three cats 30 times. Yeah. Oh, for his title shit, and mortgage paperwork. See, that's something that's going to be funny at the time. Yeah. And that's going to get real old real fast. He he said his, uh, the, like, the title agent, it was like not he they looked at his license and just started shaking their head and was mm-hmm. just like not happy about it <laughs> god <laughs> unreal um, 
So, Florida, man. <laughs> no, don't do it, Michael. Oh, no, I, wait, wait. I oh, good, he's going to play the David Crowder version. Florida, man, Florida, man. Florida, man, Florida, man. Oh, oh, dear God. Whatever a Florida man does. Michael, what are you doing? Something mad up his ass. No truck screen would he ever pass. Look out, Florida, man. Florida, what man. What is that? Does Michael, I regret my decision. God <laughs> oh, damn! I, I just dude. took my headphones yeah, out. Right. I literally can't anymore. I almost, uh, I almost learned how to play that just so I could do it live. <laughs> okay, Florida burglar breaks into home to make breakfast and tells resident go back to sleep. You go back to sleep. This is this is a new one. I even checked. Like this came. It's from Huffington Post, but this was September fifth. Is the arrest? This is another, another man. Uh, so my favorite part is the subtitle to that is according to arrest report, alcohol may have been involved. <laughs> you think? I love when they was putting may have been. Oh, okay. Uh, so authorities say this is Safety Harbor, Florida. Authorities say a burglar broke into a Florida home, cooked himself an early morning meal, and told the resident there to go back to sleep. The home's occupant told investigators he awoke and discovered the man cooking and eating sometime after 4 a.m. Tuesday. Um, he's 4 a.m. He's a 19-year-old Marine. Oh, oh God! Uh, yeah. So when uh, when they're the, all heroes, man. When the guy. <laughs> When the guy called the cops, he ran away, and then they... Freedom isn't free. I'm going to cook you some eggs while you're asleep. (laughs) That's not bad. It's good. Uh, My sister-in-law actually gave me that one, and she said to say that Michael is her favorite. Yay! There's that. Your sister-in-law listens? Occasionally. Oh, sweet. Hi, (laughs) sister-in-law. Same. (laughs) She doesn't doesn't, despise it or anything. Oh, that's good. Thanks. That's about all we can. That's ask. a pretty apt description well, of our podcast. I don't despise. So the way you were like saying was like she like doesn't like it or something. But <laughs> is her last name Kyle too? Yes. All right. No. It's the Kyle family. <laughs> that's that's me. Stephen Dunn dot com. <laughs> Until March. Until March. <laughs> when we take it over. To oh, doing jizzmuzzle dot com. We can make jizzmuzzle go to your website. Yes. If you you can, but I'm not going to use it anywhere. <laughs> It'll just make people who are fans of you be like, why did this guy buy this from them? We'll sell it to you. $14. We'll take it at a loss. We'll take it out. All right, Michael. Um, all right. Teenage boy um, goes blind after existing on Pringles, white bread, <laughs> Go ahead french and fries, it. and Carmen Electra. <laughs> In Carmen Electra. <laughs> no, I, I made up the part about Carmen Electra. Yeah. Can you feel it, baby? All right. So uh, he was eating a diet of French fries, Pringles, white bread, um, and he literally lost his sight. Did this? I mean, what? Um, picky eating led to blindness. Um, but, I mean, how does that cause blindness? Like uh, He didn't think... have any nutrients in his body. Oh, that's fair. He didn't have shit that in his body. That's crazy. Good. So, so which, which one of your sons is that going to be? <laughs> he also uh, be Jude. Had, it's going to be my youngest. Slices of... Uh, <laughs> cannot get the kid to eat a fruit or vegetable. Yeah. So the identified patient yes. told doctors he has only eaten fries from the fish and chip shop, Pringles, potato chips, white bread, slices of processed ham, and sausage since elementary school. Dude. Wow. 
He avoided foods with certain textures. He yeah, first man. visited the doctor. I get it. At it's scary as shit it because is. Jude's kind of the same yeah, way, I man. It. Like it's a really limited. I mean, he eats a lot of fruit, which is good, but it's a pretty limited diet. I mean, yeah, it's, yeah that's a thing. He had low vitam- vitamin uh, B12 uh, levels. And I'm guessing a low anemia. vitamin everything. Anemia as well. Yeah. So, wow. Uh, one year later, there were signs of hearing loss, vision symptoms. Um, yeah. Wow. Low copper and yeah, I mean, I, I feel I mean I feel for the parents too yeah. because like that's yeah, it's hard, it's hard. So eat your carrots, guys. Yeah, <laughs> I do every day. I literally eat carrots every day. Do you really for lunch? I don't yeah. every day, but I do eat carrots some. I for lunch I take vegetables and fruit every day. That's basically what I eat for lunch. Yeah. So what do you eat for lunch, Matt? <laughs> uh, today it's I had absolute <laughs> shit. No, today I had cucumbers and onions. Oh, with yeah. basil and I saw this was the thing salt. we were doing. Yeah, Brad's like everybody. I eat fruits and vegetables every day. <laughs> just, you. just want you to know. Listen here, Stephen Kyle, <laughs> Stefan. What did you What did you eat for lunch? I didn't have lunch today. I got into Indiana at like two a.m. That's right. You got a free dinner I, out of it, and then I slept like a little, like very little, and then woke up, did work, and then ate an omelet, and then like slept some more, and then came here. Mm. But I did get a free dinner. It was very nice. Thank you. You're welcome. There were some vegetables on that burger. That's great. <laughs> Potatoes count as a vegetable, kind of, right? Yeah. But no carrots. Close enough. All right. What's next? What are we doing? Um, yeah, that's it. All right. Oh, I got one more. No. No. Michael, Michael please really don't. Good one. Mike, <laughs> Michael. Really good. I can save it for next week. It's 828. Just save it for next week. All right. It's a dog one. No. It's, a dog. it's fine. Dog. I honestly don't care. I just wanted to tell him what time it I was. Once. Yeah, it's fine. Okay. That's everybody's prerogative. It's fine. Brad does it all the time. It seems fun. Pretty much. (laughs) All right. Well, about to do it again. (laughs) (sighs) I need a beer. Oh, shit. Are we we ready to go further up, further in? Yeah. All right. Let's let's grab a beer. Pause and grab a beer. Well, we're going to do the song. Okay. I'll do the song. All right. What are we doing? Further up and further up and further in. Yeah. Stephen Dunn is a part-time lover and a full-time friend. <laughs> he hails from Nashville, Tennessee. His favorite uh, sports teams are um, the Indianapolis Colts, and the Indy 11, and the Indianapolis Indians. He Not accurate, but... <laughs> close enough. He likes the... Nobody gives a shit. Nobody's listening. This is Michael <laughs> This is Michael trolling on your Facebook page. Yeah. That's fine. Uh, I will say I, I did unfriend him at one point, hoping I caught him before he got to troll. <laughs> did you unfriend me? Yeah. You dick. <laughs> oh, you did. You did unfriend me. <laughs> <laughs> you complete dick. That's amazing. All right. Number one, fuck you. <laughs> That's so good. Um, I figured this is exactly what he was going to do. Yep. And it sure is. His, uh, he likes DC Talk. It's his favorite band. Toby Mac specifically. The earlier, earlier <laughs> do you know stuff the, is... Do you know the Tobes? The earlier stuff is... No. is uh, Thank God. ...is way too edgy. He likes it. I've met Kevin Max. He likes Max. it much clean. Um, let's see what else. Uh, Michael. He likes Brian O'Dean. Michael. Music on Facebook. Well, who doesn't? Um, Michael. Yeah. Just move on. He. he I, I, I have to fucking work tomorrow. We Seriously. Just move on. I don't. And I still want to go home. <laughs> I haven't. I haven't right. looked at what's on my face so in years. To who, be yeah. Who do you think you are? 
Um, shit. I, I should have been prepared for that. Cause he does could've. this every time. Yeah. Um, I'm a, I mean, I'm a musician. Um, I'm married. I, a photographer. I, I'm a person who exists in the world for whatever reason. <laughs> Is that a, so you grew up in and you're in, an Edgewood Mustang till you die. <laughs> right. <laughs> We graduated from the same high school, correct? Didn't you graduate? Yes, I graduated. Yeah. You graduate. also had Sweet Sweet Debbie as a... Uh, yeah. You I love work. that you said Sweet Sweet Debbie. <laughs> well, you did it to if yourself. I, if I didn't, Michael was going to. <laughs> you, so. She was a teacher? No, she's, Let's talk she's about the, the fact that Stephen knows our mom. She was, yeah. she was the lunchroom monitor at Steinsville <laughs> That We called her the school. lunchroom Nazi. She, she was the literal worst. She would yell yeah, at us for being on. too loud in the lunchroom. That sounds about right. We were talking about this earlier. Thinking back on that, that's the craziest thing to me. And that happened at every like elementary every school, school I did. Every school, yeah. Like, it's the only time the kids get to not <laughs> not be in a class. Like, let them be yeah. kids. It's I not know. like we were starting food fights. We were just literally talking. Yeah. Like, stop talking. I remember my elementary school had a stoplight. Stop yep. If it got to red, man, everybody lost recess. And I'm like, seriously? Like, we're just chatting. We're just up. kids. We're just eating lunch. Like, are you serious right now? I snorted yeah. pixie sticks in elementary school. That's great. Yeah. Did, sure. you get, did you guys go to the old Ellettsville? It was yeah. before they yeah. made it. Yeah. Yep, sure did. Yeah. I, like my uh, my class, I think was the last one that went. What to year that. did you graduate high school? Don't ask. You don't want to know. <laughs> what? What? You don't want to fucking know. No, I do. Right now, you don't want to know. Steve, go ahead. 2011. Yeah. Oh. Holy shit. Yeah. Wait, you're what the? F- yeah. I know. We had this discussion at dinner. What you guys? You're, were at. I'm 13 years <laughs> older than you. I'm about to be 27. So yeah. yeah. Well, so I that's, have a question. Thanks for being on the podcast, dude. Jesus Christ! What's the what's the, what's the mascot at the uh, the Mustangs, baby? He already uh, said it. Edgewood's yeah. the Mustangs. He's an Edgewood. We're as, we're Mustangs till we die. The junior high is the Colts. Let's rebrand. They now it. have a red football field for yeah. some reason. Do they? That's yeah. terrible. Is it like astroturf? Or they just no. It's the yeah. It's the tur- like the, the really deep oh nice. like turf, turf turf yeah yeah and it's. Let's go. As red it's as red it, possibly Did it get it. donated? I doubt it. Oh. My guess is some teachers lost a pay raise because of it would be my assumption. That's mm. the way most schools Foot, do it. Football doesn't bring in the money for Edgewood, though. Basketball does. Yeah, I don't know. So yeah, whatever. Know. Should change their, their mascot to the Edgelords. We used to call the... Why? The, I don't know what he's... What is, they'll he's, pay later. Oh, no, no. I'm not doing it. No. Nope. There, I have an idea. No. There's, uh, no. We got like a really nice coach bus for sporting events. Um, when I was in high school, and we called it the bus Garrett Butcher bought because yeah, uh, that was a really good basketball player. Uh, yeah, yep, yep. God, 2011. Fuck, I'm old. Yeah. I graduated in '98, man. Wow. Yeah. When did you graduate homeschool? Was, was Scotty Pippen still playing? <laughs> yes, he was. <laughs> well, where did you graduate homeschool, uh, buddy? 2002. <laughs> <laughs> What was your mascot? What was your <laughs> um, his left hand? Yeah. It oh, was the red right lefty. hand. Drew Barrymore. Drew Barrymore. Was, <laughs> Michael's high school was the red right hand. It's the Charlie Angels. I'm left-handed, so it's definitely not right-handed. Not ambidextrous. Oh, great. All right. Well, okay. This is Foofy? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Is this yeah. Where, <laughs> we're in this is where we landed? Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Who do I think? I, I don't know. I grew up in southern Indiana in a rural area, but also had Bloomington 
um, yeah. which was nice. So like being in the same county, I got to go to shows right. at IU and stuff yep. like that. And uh, in, I would like go to like punk house shows and like different things like that. I used to go to Rachel's Cafe all the time because it was yeah. one of the oh, few yeah. all ages places. Mm-hmm. Um, and like see like drag queens play rock yeah. and just... I don't know, like I got in yeah. like art gallery stuff, so I got like the rural mid-America upbringing contrasted very hard with like yeah. um, the liberal. One liberal bastion in Indiana. One yeah. About three. Which is part of why like in high school is, is kind of when I started doing the like, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it, it took like six years sure. or yeah. whatever, but. Yeah. How do we know each other? Um... Matt and I went to Exodus together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the church, not the, not the gay conversion. Ministry. Little column A, little column <laughs> A. I little didn't even know that that was tomato, a... Tomato, yeah. tomato. Yeah, there, there used to be a church in, in Bloomington that met at the YMCA Are called Exodus. Are they not Exodus. together anymore? They're not at the Y. I there's boys, the, boys and Girls Club. Yeah. Or boy, Boys yeah. and Girls Club. There's, there was, there's some stuff that happened with that church we don't have to get into, but... Yeah. yeah. That was not the greatest, as yeah. with most churches. Yeah, I um, went to that church for two years. The pastor never knew my name. Yeah. So, so. Anyway, Matt, I mean, he's a great guy. I like. I think. I think he's a a good human being that means really well. Like, anyways. Yeah. Um. But yeah. you don't think he is? <laughs> no. Have you ever like? Yeah. yeah? Okay. Yeah. Well, then never mind. It's fine. I have you, my thoughts too, but don't worry about it. All right. Well, maybe there's information that I don't know. <laughs> it's a it's a mixed bag. Yeah. It is. Yeah. I think. Yeah. I, yeah, yeah. 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 And, anyway, so we met there. Um, Megan and I got married and ended up at Bradford Woods, which is IU's outdoor rec center mm-hmm. here in Martinsville. Yeah. It's like a few thousand acres. It's essentially like a park. Yeah. yeah. Um, but she was a outdoor instructor. So like we lived in Martinsville when you guys were planning the church right, yeah. and then I got to come over and drink beer with Matt while he got really angry at the Colts and it was great. <laughs> We did do that. Yeah, I remember that actually. I, turned, I was here. I had like just turned twenty one, so I was like, "Let's do this." <laughs> I don't think I even knew what age you were. I don't think I even gave a shit. I was like, "Yeah, hey, come over and drink." I was just right. assuming yeah. you were older than yeah, twelve, yeah, I was but like, apparently right. you weren't. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Everyone no does. idea. It's the beard, I think. In the yeah. see, even have I always known you as a? Beard? When did you grow the beard? When I when I when I moved out, okay. my dad was really strict on like being clean shaven because he's just like old-fashioned not because he thinks like beards are his dad had a mustache like he doesn't have like a he just grew up in an era where like being clean shaven was like the respectable thing sure and so he was like yeah you have to be clean shaven yeah so then once this the moment i graduated i was like beard let's (laughs) do this uh yeah yeah i I i think you had a beard but it wasn't as as epic as it is now it it just goes through the way. I like I'll trim it down generally in spring. This is what people want to hear. They want to hear about how I groom myself yes. for sure. I, yes. Yeah, but I, it just goes through phases. Yeah. I just hate shaving legitimately, so yeah. I'll like buzz That's it down fair. and then let it grow and That's buzz fair. it down. Yeah. And it's fine. Yeah. All right. So your music. When so <laughs> so oh, go ahead. You have a question. No, go for okay. it. So like when at what point in your life did you decide this is what I want to do? I mean. It seems like a, I mean, musician. It's not an easy. It's it, not an easy lifestyle. Not like, at all. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I think, you know, for every person that makes it big, there's like a thousand that nobody knows. Sure. So, like, or I, are there only known regionally? Or right. Like, so, yeah. what? What it, was there a? Do you, I mean, was there a flashpoint? Do you remember? Was there like a light bulb of this is what I want to do, or is it just something like at some point you sort of grew into it and was like, this is this is what. 
I want to do with my with my life. Yeah, so I always liked music, but I wasn't necessarily at a point of this is what I want to do with my life. I was that kid that thought he was going to be a professional athlete. Um, <laughs> what sport? Well, so I played like all the sports. I, I wasn't a bad athlete. Like I played travel baseball. I'm huh. pretty sure I still have two track records at the junior high. Nice. Uh, you know, just throwing a football over the mountains. Yeah. No big deal. <laughs> That's a that's a deep that's cut that's, reference. It's pretty good. <laughs> little, I like it. Little Napoleon Dynamite. I feel that. like you can't be like, yeah, my junior high track records without being a little self-deprecating. <laughs> like I don't give. Like if they don't exist, I'm not going to be hurt at all. It's, but anyway, it's so Stephen Rico. I, yes, it's Stephen uh, Rico. There, that's the hashtag. Mm-hmm. Stephen Kyle Rico. <laughs> that, that's your that's your new Facebook profile name, <laughs> Stephen Rico. Yeah. Uh, like yeah, I played baseball and basketball, track, cross country. Um, and I just got burnt out hard on it uh, when I hit high school. So after my freshman year, I quit everything and played only soccer, mm. which gave me so much free time. And I didn't know what to do with it. Um, like, I legitimately don't know what kids do that don't, like, play a sport every semester. Play like, games. Because I, I can't, can, I, I, can I would like, that. I would like come home and mm. be like, there's so much time. Like, what, what are you doing with your life? Because when you play sports, you have like two to three hours of like yep. exercise right. minimum every day. Uh, so like it, you don't get home until like seven, right? Six, like yep. so, I just yeah. So I had a ton of time. I played guitar. I um I took piano lessons starting at like kindergarten and did that. But I played guitar for like church and stuff. And I decided like I'd always kind of been like, oh, like it'd be fun to be a musician. And there was a light bulb moment of like, if I'm gonna be a musician, like I should actually try to do that. So um, I asked my mom and dad if I could book a tour when I was 16 uh, back in the days of MySpace. Nice. Nice. So I booked, (laughs) which actually, honestly, um, I will kind of lament the days of MySpace because you could still book tours uh, fairly successfully. Yeah. And like there was like, there's also still like just money in booking tours that was, that hadn't dried up yet. There was just still money in the, but like you, you could do well, um, not that like I was doing crazy well, but like the fact that I was a 16 year old kid booking. Sure. Right, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. So I did that and um, I was like, yeah, can I book a tour over summer break? And my mom and I were like, sure. And then I did it. And they were like, you can't go. And I was like, you told, oh. you told me I could go. Um, Cause they didn't want me to drive by myself. Understandably. So, right. So my first tour I ever did was in um, my mom's minivan with her and Megan. Cause Megan was my girlfriend at the time. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> And that's kind of what got me like from that moment. Like, I don't know, like those, a lot of those shows weren't great. Um, some of them were fun. Some of them really sucked. <laughs> um, I played on a podcast in Chicago when I didn't even know what podcasts were. Um, all, like, but that, that kind of hooked me. And then from there on out, I was like, all right, this is what I want to do. Um, my parents are both public educators, so they were big on like, you know, you should, try and go to school. My dad didn't want me to study music. Huh. Um, just because of the job prospects? Yeah. Like, my yeah. dad, my dad's very pragmatic, of course, which yeah, I, sure. I, yeah, I get it, which I am as well. Like we talked about this at dinner. Mm-hmm. Like there's some things I'm like, dad, I don't get, but I, but I'm like, there's things where I will make decisions pragmatically. And I think about, it, I'm like, that's stupid. Like yeah, that, right. just when, when is that ever going to be a situation? Right. But so like he, he, um, I mean, I, he wanted, my brother's an engineer. Um, we're both really good at math, like similarly. And he sort of like, he would have. Okay. So you're the disappointment of the family as well. Oh, I'm the black sheep of the family. <laughs> hardcore. My brother's an engineer. My younger sister started to go 
to school for engineering and ended up in education. So she's a teacher teaching with my aunt now at Owen Valley. So, you know, um, <laughs> so, hilarious. Uh, so and my youngest sister's now at Ball State, which like she does catch crap, but she's also so far removed from the rest of us. She's also like the baby that they're just like, whatever, <laughs> a little bit like she hasn't. She's she's like two or three weeks into the semester and hasn't bought books. And my mom was talking to me about that today. And I was just like, but like, if that were me, I feel like it would have been way worse. Right. Now like, she's like harassing her about it, but I feel like my mom would have been on campus. Been like, what are yeah. you doing with your life? Yep. Hey, sorry if you're listening to this mom. I love you. Um, oh, please don't be listening to this. Uh, hey, Steve and Kyle's mom, we're sorry too. So that, that was kind of the, this is Kyle. I guess so the sorry. point for me that like, I was like, okay, I want to do music. So I ended up, um, going to the University of Indianapolis to study music because um, I didn't want to go to IU. Also, I likely probably wouldn't have. I, if I would have gotten into IU, it would have been probationary because my theory was pretty bad. And IU School of Music is like... It's tough. It's renowned. no joke. Yeah. Like, it, yeah. it gets listed above Juilliard yeah. like every other year. They kind yep. of go back and forth for the top spot. Yeah. Um, but also, the I think the undergrad program at IU is toxic. I love IU, but yes, it is. Um, you're absolutely correct for for music. The graduate program is great, but because it's world renowned, like if you're not a prodigy, yep. there there are there are exceptions to everything. Like there are some professors there that are still amazing, but if you get a private lessons instructor that like only cares about yep. prodigies, they're not going to teach you because like you're not going to be a feather in their yep. cap. Yep. Um, yep. So I went to UND, and uh, it was a great experience. But <gasps> after the first year I decided to transfer back to IU um, and I did and I went to IU for a year and then um, I was working in a recording studio in Bloomington um, that I, I, I interned in high school and just continued working there for a number of years after that uh, Midwest Midwest audio um, but I was working there and we were doing a session with different horns players and some of them were IU professors and they were taking a break um, actually, smoke break, which I don't know how horns players take smoke. Break. Right, yeah, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense. The ones that weren't smoking were the ones talking to me because everybody else went outside. Um, they were just talking to me like what I want to do. They're being like nice, just genuinely like good people. And I told them what I wanted to do, and they're like, "So why are you in school for music?" And I was like, uh, "And they're like, if you don't want to teach and you like want to work in studios, you want to tour and you want to do that, they're like." You're just wasting your time and money here. Huh. Um, and they, these are professors. So you that. kind of appreciate that honesty. Yeah. Um, which like, if you want to play in a philharmonic yes, or something like that, right. like go to school, yep. if you want to, if you want to teach, yep. you have to, I will say, um, Rod Taylor, uh, one of my friends made a wise point that like, I may not want to teach at this point in my life. Um, but, uh, you know, when I'm 60 and I've toured a bunch right. in Nashville, you can get, uh, a teaching gig of some sort yep. um, if you have music industry experience. But most schools have yeah. rules about how many people they can accept that don't have degrees, so it would be really hard yeah, for me. Right. So like, there there are also benefits to it. Right. But I, I dropped then, and, and um, yeah, from then on out, it's been like on and off touring. I've been mostly full-time now for in Nashville for about three years playing music and um, just just do, but yeah, that's... I feel like I just rambled and didn't answer your question. No, you but, totally okay. did. Oh, you no, did. That's good. Oh, no, yeah. that's I mean, so it's something. So you were 16, so this was like three years ago. <laughs> and 311, what's the right, difference? Right, right, right. Just um, a bad band. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Yes. So I knew a guy who had a tattoo, a 311 tattoo. 
so you moved to what talk about the decision to move to nashville because i know for a while you lived in broad ripple which is like north indy um and then you guys decided was that like it's the nashville of indy right i mean but nashville is such a so quite but talk about i mean is is, i mean nashville has obviously the music reputation it's sort of the music capital of the united states in a way like yeah music city music City. there's a reason it's called music right so i mean was that but it's also what goes with that is it's also a, a really glutted market because there's a billion artists that go down there. I'm going to make it. So sure. talk, like talk about that, the process of deciding, I think this is what, what we need to do. Yeah. So to be perfectly honest, it wasn't, uh, it was, wasn't a hundred percent even a decision about music. Um, my wife, uh, she got a degree from IU in outdoor rec and resource management. And I may be messing that up, but like a minor in park admin, um, which is why we, she worked at Bradford Woods. Right. The, all the time after Bradford Woods, she was not in her career field. We ended up in Indianapolis because we were broke and poor. Um, we actually like uh, moved into my cousin's house that she was going to move into and like renovated it um, and lived there for really cheap while we tried to get, jobs because Megan couldn't get a single job. Right. I couldn't get a job. Um, she ended up getting a job at Coles in Indianapolis is all like, and we were talking like we applied everywhere. Right, she applied yeah. to, she worked at Kroger all four years right. in yeah. college and they wouldn't hire her back. Um, Jeez. and she worked in like junior high, high school. She worked at a grocery store in Brown County that actually doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> RIP. RIP. <laughs> You're familiar with like, uh, the bean blossom campground where like building yeah. row fest. Oh, used to be a McDonald's Shopworth directly across from there. It was, just like, it was like IGA, wasn't it? No, I don't think it was IGA. It was just like an old town yeah. grocery. I don't, okay. I don't know if it had an IGA affiliate. Okay. Um, and like, if you ever see the beautiful downtown Bean Blossom shirts, they like that's the only place they were sold. <laughs> nice. Um, now it's like a Dollar General because the, fa- like the family just... Yeah. Anyways. Um, so like she had tons of experience being, like yeah. working at a grocery store they wouldn't hire. So that we ended up in Indy just by like happenstance of of like she got a job at Kohl's and we needed okay. a place to live gotcha um and i love my time in indy and like i had a lot of friends in indy from going to school up there still and um but uh indiana's pretty rough to work in the park system mm-hmm. uh, there's not really full-time jobs yeah there's mostly like three month seasonal jobs right. where they will pay you minimum wage they want you to have a degree in five years experience yeah it's a re- it's like a retiree place. Right, like yeah. this would be yep. like when we if we decide to move back to Indiana, Megan could work at a park. Yeah, at like when she's retired for the summers or whatever. Yeah, yep. but like you can't you just can't get it up. So we looked. I told her like I'll, I'll move anywhere as long as there's a metropolis. So like we looked at Denver, we looked at L.A., we looked at a lot of places that had park systems that she could work at, and we had just ended up with Nashville because we'd been there a decent amount. It's only like four hours. Yeah, right. Yeah. So like we'd, we'd been there quite a bit and we loved the city, which like... It is cool city. It is. It's completely different than then. I mean, that was six years ago. Right. Um, we've been down there almost four years now. Um, Excuse me. But so, yeah, like Nashville was... Um, like it is a music city that I could work out of, but the, the decision to go down there um, was as much about... Megan being able to get something in her career field, yeah, uh, which within the first year she did, good, um, which is great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I worked a terrible job the first year down there, so she could apply to all the parks jobs and like, 
work terrible wage parks jobs right. to work her way into getting a <laughs> yeah, good truck yeah, yeah. you know did right. that whole thing um but i will say like uh nashville is oversaturated sure and so are like a lot of cities but um i think one of the misconceptions would be that like uh that that oversaturation isn't like on a national level, especially in this day and age. Right. Because like, yeah, there might not be that many musicians in Indianapolis in my brain now, like with hindsight, I'm going, that just means it's that much harder to get a good band together. But in terms of like, like look at all the bands coming out of Nashville, like the bands that are coming up, they're coming out of Nashville. Mm-hmm. Like not that you can't come out of Indy, yeah, but like I mean, it's no, probably, I, right. it's yeah. harder to get like a professional yes. band together. And there's a great bands coming out of Indy, by the way. Like, no, I know what you mean. Um, But so like, even if you're in Indy, you are competing with the Nashville, the New York, the LA, yeah. the like, yeah, Muscle sure. Shoals, yep. whether you live there or not. Um, Nashville is also kind of this like, it, it's got a lot of different like sides to it. So you have the the like, um, like commercial countryside, right. which is its own thing. Yep. Um, that's like completely separate from anything else, but is a big part of the industry. A lot of people go down there and they all they do is write. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. You, you you get a publishing deal and you write. Yeah. Licensing uh, is huge, man. Yeah. Oh man. Uh, the way to make any money right now is to license your stuff. Huh. You know, like people talk about bands like selling out because their music's in a commercial. It's like that's what allows them to pay the bills. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Like. Yeah. If if. As like, if anybody. Here's the thing about selling out. Like if anybody had the opportunity, to be like no, yeah, fuck you. Like. You know, so like let's say, I have a question. Let's say Lexus is going to drop a hundred grand or something to like put your song in a commercial. Like, like you're going to say no to that. I, like, was, I would say no to that, but I will tell you why. It's because I would make way more money to take a a percentage deal over time. Really? Mm. Oh yeah. I I think. Well, I, I don't know. I'd have to look at it. <laughs> but <laughs> it, I don't, I've consult my attorney. I've got it. twenty dollars in my what pocket right now. Here's Steve. what I'll say. If um, so like the. There was a there was like a minute clip of a song used in the Kim Kanye wedding special from an independent artist. And when they did that wedding special, E played it for twenty four hours straight. Yeah. Okay. And then they like with in the month they they aired it even more. And within that first month they made like a, a million dollars off Jeez. of that. That just that one just minute. Just a percentage of that's yeah. great. Because they were getting because what when you when you do licensing, hundred thousand dollars for a commercial probably would be good. It just depends on if they're going to continue use. It's a game, right? You know, it's like the animal much, house thing. How much would it take for you? Oh gosh, here we go <laughs> to cover a kids' Bob song. <laughs> but that's like already that, a that, cover. That's just like, uh, to to do a kids' Bob song to work for kids' Bob. To work for kids, like in record a yeah, kids yeah. pop song, it, it record a song for kids pop. <laughs> oh, I would just do a normal studio rate. Like that's what, here's the thing: is like if I'm going to do like production work, like sure I want to work on stuff that is inspiring. But the the other side of that coin is that like everybody who's got a server job instead of doing mm-hmm. that is like they're not in, that server job is not their soul's work. Like it's right. just a job. Yeah. yeah. So like I'll take gigs that I'm not right. like crazy about if it means that I don't have to like. Which kids' pop song have, have would you watch? Oh, Michael, God damn it. <laughs> All right. Can we just do a normal interview <laughs> yeah. for once? So, okay. So, God. I'm going to get this back on track. Oh, so, you're good. Like, with Nashville. I'll, I'll put that back in the lighting. I know. Out. Like, in the... the I, we were talking about... Okay. So, you're on here to talk about your new album, which comes out sometime... Next year. Next year. Yeah. Um, we've heard an advanced copy of it. It's fucking awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah. So... 
um, you've mentioned like kind of hinted at sort of the uh, maybe is soullessness the right word of the Nashville music establishment like because mm. I remember you were like because you were basically saying like with this album I mean it you pulled you pulled no punches with the lyrics I did this album yeah no um, I'm looking at the lyrics for let love come yeah yeah which is by the way my favorite song on the album <laughs> yeah yeah thanks but because it has the word penis in it no that's not at all why it has why it's my favorite but that's why it's my favorite but God. you know but you're the what you were basically like so i'm gonna I've, i'm not sure when this is gonna come out yet because i'm gonna go take this to some publishers they're gonna tell me there's no way they're gonna publish it like there's a there's a like a seat the cd business side maybe it's just the business or maybe side. They, they just want something safe yeah, yeah so here so this, what i mean what's it like dealing with that when you as a musician that wants to be honest that wants to sing what you're feeling in your in your heart or sure. whatever to you know you see like some of this just vapid country horse shit and you see these you know that seems to be what a lot of what nashville wants would that be is that in, is that incorrect to say that or yeah so I'll, I'll i'll kind of go back to what i was saying how nashville's kind of segmented okay. so like the other thing is um so like east nashville's like the hip spot in okay. nashville yeah. right um in east nashville like uh you you've got a lot of writers just doing awesome stuff like liz cooper devin gilfillian um leah blevins uh who else is over there? Like Emma Hearn. Like you, you've got a lot of people doing really cool stuff. Yeah. Um, and there, there are people or Katie Pruitt. Um, Katie Pruitt is on rounder records. Katie Pruitt is saying some honest stuff and like, she's, she's an open lesbian. Um, you know, one of, one of her songs is, uh, she, the tags like if loving her is wrong, then it's not right to write this song. Mm-hmm. And the, the end is, uh, the, and she, she also, had, she's amazing voice, amazing, talented writer. Then she like goes through like this whole list of like things you can do. Like you can stop your face, you do all this, but like you can just turn the damn thing off and I'll still be over here loving her. <laughs> um, and so you, you will have people who will do that, but I also will say like, it, like th- there's all, there's all the sides to it. What, um, and there are labels doing great stuff and there are labels that wants safe stuff. You you have an industry that has a really hard time making any money now. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So not that the record industry has ever not been money focused because yeah, they right. always have been. We like have this thing about lamenting like this record industry that like was great. And I, that's BS. Like just go through it and look, look at it. Like there's not a whole lot of like risk taking going on over right. the years. Uh, there's a lot of white guys doing drugs. Right. That's about it. Same. Um, What's well, even like, you know, with Cash, they didn't, even with Johnny Cash, somebody as popular as him, they they didn't want him to put out a prison album. Oh, no, they were so against it. Yeah, because it was yeah. like, mm, yeah, I don't think Christians want to hear from he, like prisoners. Like They they also didn't want to put out, um, he did like a whole Native American yep. album, and they refused to put out. He actually self-released it and drove it around radio stations because yeah. he was just like, screw awesome. you guys. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so y- y- you are right. There is some of that going on. There's also... Um, there's, there's actually, I would say there's more of like what I just talked about of like good music being made in Nashville than there is the other side. The other side is just like the industry side. Right. If you, if you go down through and look through like these like new emerging artists, uh, 
so many of them are coming out Nashville. Liz Cooper said like, um, I think she, I think that's what she said. She, she likened like what's happening in East Nashville right now to like Greenwich Village. Oh, wow. okay. She's yeah. like, yeah, damn. that's the same kind of vibe. And it like all those people I listed, like look them up. They're great. Look, Devin's now on Capitol Records. He's fantastic. Um, two years ago, he was a nobody in yeah. Nashville, huh. you know. Um, but when I what I was saying about the record is like, I, my specific record, I'm saying a lot of things that there's a decent amount of population that doesn't want to hear. Yep. And the general rule of thumb in songwriting, especially if you want to write anything that will make you money, um, which is kind of what I, I like. I've always been honest, but I've have been like thinking about an audience. This is the first time I haven't been like, who is this audience? It's like, this is literally just what I wrote. Like let love, <laughs> let love come. I showed to Megan and a few friends and they were like, you have to do that. And I was like, no, like I was just showing you like, <laughs> I, yeah. I, I wrote it as poetry. I yeah, didn't write yeah. it as a song. They're like, no, you have to do that. Um, and so a lot of it was just stuff I wrote to like be therapeutic. Um, what was I saying? Gosh, I lost my train of thought. Well, you're talking about like getting assigned and about making money. Oh, like, okay. Yeah, yeah. The the rule of thumb is uh, don't put a wedding ring in a song. So you can write a love song that like describes a marriage to a T, but don't put the wedding ring in it. Like it, it huh. the, the idea is that like leave it as open as possible for the most people to connect with it. Yeah. yeah. Which Ch- is which, Chance the Rapper, you fucking listening? <laughs> yeah, that's why his album sucks. But, pile of shit uh, put out. Like all, all of the like great songwriter, like old guys, mm-hmm. like they will say that stuff. Like and they will have these phrases and you'll listen to their stuff and you're like, you it it is an art and I I respect it and I think it's a great way to go about writing even good art and making money. Yeah. Um this specific album just isn't that for me. Yeah. This was like this is what I'm feeling and I'm putting it out and I'm not expecting it to be commercially viable but Maybe it will be. I also have a weird time writing a song about sexual assault and trying to make money off of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, right. That's not my, like, I want to make money so I can eat, but I'm not yeah, no, I hear trying yeah. to exploit that. Yeah. What I mean, what's that? I feel there's got to be a tension there. I mean, there there has to be a part of every, maybe I'm wrong, because I'm not a musician, but is, is there a part of every musician that, you know, you look at somebody who's mega popular and you go, that's what I want. Uh-huh. Or is yeah. there, I mean, I think there's that sort of hipstery idea of like, you know, the the realized artist that's just making it for the art that just, sure, you know what I mean? Like, I, but at the same time, and I think there's, there's value in that, but also at the same time, I feel like anybody, even the people that claim they're in that position, were they offered a, a, a huge record contract, wouldn't jump at that. I mean, there there seems like there has to be a tension of like, I want to be make honest art, but I mean, I would also like to be played on the radio or. Yeah. So like for me personally, I don't care about being huge. I just care about being able to continue. Yeah, sure. Um, and, and ideally I'd like to be a little more comfortable than I currently am. Right. Like we don't have to get, go into finances. No, I, like, no, 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 no. Um, I, I am. I'm not raking in the dough by any means. You know, I'm I'm currently saving up to try to replace my 2004 minivan so that I can have another vehicle because it's broken down. Right. So like, I, you know, I'm not like killing it. Um, I had a good conversation with Jess Nolan the other day on my podcast about this, 
and she uh, was super insightful. And we actually talked about like Pete Holmes and some stuff about mm-hmm. being content and being present in the moment. Mm-hmm. The stuff that he's like, the vacation's not going to save you. How you do anything is how you do everything. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think that's that's music. And if you're like, if you're going through your career and you're thinking about making it, you're never going to enjoy the moment that yeah, you're absolutely. So one, like one of my goals, like that I would just absolutely like it, like, and this is like a hundred percent ego. That dog is cute. Yeah. yeah she is. <laughs> this is a hundred percent ego, but like, I, I want to play, I want to headline the Ryman. Oh, fuck nice. you, dude. I, yeah, wanna, yeah, I just yeah, saw yeah. Mandolin Orange on Friday. It's my favorite venue. It sounds amazing. I've never been in there, but I've seen it, and I just, God, I want to see a show in there so bad. It sounds amazing. Yeah. yeah. Um, my favorite shows in there are ones that are quieter. Like, a rock show still sounds good, but if you get in yeah, there for yeah. a quiet show, oh, my God, it's so good. Yeah. Like, Mandolin Orange just played, and... Uh, they had like a condenser mic in the middle that they all that they all just like sang Jeez. and played around, Man. and then they had drums and like bass yeah. in the back. But like that that was it. So like they just like when it was time to like take a solo, they just stepped closer <sighs> and back, and like it just was amazing. And then when they got their encore, everyone was just like beating on the pews. So the whole the, like the whole place is just rumbling. And I don't know. There's just like there's this thing about yeah, that right. space. There's it, a reason that place is what it is. I did, mean, they they call it the mother church. Yeah. Like it. It has like you walk into it and you and you like feel it. Yeah. It, ah, it yeah. I would say say, but so if if like while I'm doing what I'm doing now, all I think about is like when I get to play the Ryman. When I finally get to play it, I'm not going to be thinking about playing the Ryman. I'm going to think about well, when do I get to play this place or when do I get like when, when can I play there, MSG? There will there will yeah. never be an arrival point. Right. Like yep. the idea of like arriving yep. as a musician. And so if you if you can't. Um, th- and this isn't good for business to like think this way, uh, which I mean, you guys have talked about being present. Like being present yeah. is not a good business model. No, 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 no it's not. not. Um, but that's where I have like, um, and and Megan and I had a conversation about this other day where she was she was like, like oh, I didn't think you were happy with that. I'm like I'm learning to be happy with that, which yeah. is like good. Um, but yeah, so I'm I'm trying not to be in a place where I'm always thinking about that. I would take a record deal, obviously. Um, you know, the thing for me is I would rather have autonomy and a whole lot less money yeah. than a million, millions of dollars and them telling me what to do. That just sounds terrible. Yep. I will also say, like, if Sony or RCA called me tomorrow and offered me a record deal, <laughs> yeah. which yeah. is not happening, it's not happening. <laughs> right. But if they did, there's at minimum a 50% chance yeah, I wouldn't take it sure. because how these deals happen is they will sign you and they will drop you as fast as they sign you. Right. Yeah. But then they own your music. Ooh. So if you don't get like the, the trade off it when, when that happens and like, it makes sense because they have to make money too. Yep. Is that like they're paying a lot of money to make you popular and to like give you this prominence into where like you can make money touring and do all these things. And then they own your music and they can make money off that. Like yep. it's a business transaction. Yep. They give you a thing, you give them a thing. Yep. It's fine. But countless artists get dropped before they ever get famous yeah. or they get like any type of notoriety to where they, they can like sustain a career. So like I, I would have to really like get a lawyer and look at that contract before I would go with a huh. major ever yeah. because I would just be thinking like, okay, you're going to take my music and like, will, will I be able to like sustain a career if you decide to dump me or like, when are you going to dump me? Right. Like, 
And there's so um, many caveats in those contracts that where yeah. it, it's, it's insane. It prevents you from really going hardly anywhere else unless you do have a lawyer who can who can really walk you I mean does that. the does the I'm assuming the the big the giants in Nashville prey on smaller artists I mean would that be fair like I mean because I, I could see an, an instance where they're gonna go okay this guy might make it so let's sign him and then if he doesn't we'll just dump his ass that, like that's a older <clears throat> model to be honest, at this point, that doesn't happen as often because they don't have the same cash flow they used to okay. to spend on making you. Yeah. Uh, so like the the days of like record label A and R and you like waiting for somebody to see you, it's not completely over, but like it it's it's fairly over because they're gonna they want somebody who already has like right. a business model that okay. they can take and just make more profitable. Yep. Yeah. Um, you know that's why like Twenty One Pilots got picked up by Fueled by Ramen. Twenty One Pilots was doing good. Like they're making money. Yeah. They like built a, a good business model. They were touring around as a two piece, making a minimum of a grand guarantee. You know, they'd, they'd built a solid business model for themselves. And so like fueled by ramen was like, okay, like we can take this and make more money. And that's what they did. <laughs> you know? Um, yeah. I, I think what's interesting to me and what I, I think what I like the most in, out of artists are that, that uh, blue collar mentality. The, the those people who work and and do shows and make good art because they love it um but but they're they're working um i don't know it's more about the art than it is about making money and that said i think i think independent artists um if, if you find somebody that you love you need to support them and and that's the the thing with um a lot of like the music industry as a whole that I, that I see is that not a whole lot of people are making money. Um, it's, it's a difficult, like honestly, so the way to make money now is either licensing or touring. Yeah. yeah. Touring's hard to make money. You have to grow an audience. You like, you have to spend right. money to make money. Yep. Um, other than that, I just covered my hand as I was talking. So no one heard that. No, worries. other than that, uh, <laughs> it's, it's pretty hard. Well, like what you're saying, you're like, I assume someone will want that. Of course I want to be successful. Yep. Like, yeah, well, sure, um, yeah. like, yeah. like everyone wants to be successful. hundred percent. Right. For right. me, it's, it's a more nuanced like thing. And even like what I was saying about not wanting to sign with a major, it doesn't have anything to do with not wanting to be successful. It has to do with safeguarding yes, myself. Of course. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah. So like this record in particular is just the first time where I was just like, I don't care. I'm just, this, this is for me. I don't like, it, this, this album is for me. So like I started writing more therapeutically the last few years. And I'll even like, I will do free writes where I burn the paper afterwards. Huh, nice. Um, which has been really freeing. Yeah. Um, and I'm kind of like, if I wrote anything good, like I'll remember it is my approach. <laughs> yeah, and that uh, I know there's a lot of people who are like that's stupid. And I do ha I do have tons of pages that I write and just like keep crap all the time. And I have like gobs of pages of just yeah, writing. Because you may find a line in there. And it's like oh that works. Yeah, I and and I, and I do that. You yeah. know, there's uh, there's songs on this record that were like uh, three different song lyrics pushed together, three different poems. I was like oh I can take this from this. But um, I think like. This this album it was simply me like writing poetry, writing songs to like get out like my frustration, my like sadness, um, you know, like 
there are some songs for me that definitely have a deep sorrow in them. Some songs yes. that even have like an anger in them. Yep. Oh yeah. Um, and that well, comes and, out in this album. For thanks. Sure. And a mixture yeah. of the two. So like, Bride, Bride of Christ would be. Yeah. Christ, the, Christ's Bride. Or Christ's Bride. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Same, same difference. Yeah. No, I mean, yeah. like, you know, the whole idea of like, basically the Christ bride has been sleeping around. Isn't that one of the lyrics from the, like, yeah, of course Christ, Christ bride has been sleeping yeah. around with any powerful man in yeah, town, dude. Like, I mean, and I don't think it, I mean, this is, I, I have liked every album. I had your, uh, Steven and the savvy album, um, from, oh, uh, Indianola. Yeah. Indianola. Yeah. Loved it. Yes. Loved your, uh, Love series, God Love God and, and, and Death Death series you did last four EPs was it last year yep. or the year before just last year Love that this is the my favorite thing that you've done yeah. thanks this album yeah. um and I can you say the name of the album yeah it's Thoughts that's, and Prayers yeah Thoughts and Prayers okay. yeah you you we can talk about anything it's just not gonna, I'll have a single, I want a my first with single that deer on month. it I like the deer I could have brought you one tonight fuck damn it all right um anyway uh so but it's I, I, I love it is like I said, what I like about it is one musically. I really like it. Yeah. Um, it has some, uh, I would say some bluesy elements yeah. to it. Yeah. Sure. Well, um, for sure. And some folk elements to it. You've got some of the louder stuff, some of the quieter stuff. Um, but what I really liked was the lyrics in it. Like sure. it, like I said, the, I, I listened to it just again yesterday and I was in the car sitting in traffic and it kept me from like murdering somebody as <laughs> I was sitting in wreck traffic. Um, but listening to a song like let love come, I mean, oh, it man. is like, can we talk about that song? Yeah. You can, let's, we can literally, you can read whatever t- lyrics you want. Talk me, about whatever. Well, you want. Yeah, I don't care. I want to talk about the concept. Let me just read okay. the lyrics. Go ahead. Do what yeah. you want to do. Yeah. yeah. So, so Tell me about the concept behind that song. That was one that I had written down as well. So, um, yeah, what's the concept? Um, that was me the spring after Trump got elected. Um, not that like Trump is the reason behind the song. Like it definitely isn't. You you can listen to it. And it's not right. Sure. Um, but uh, <laughs> he's definitely there, referenced. I'm just like that. that he is referenced <laughs> in the song. Spirit um, of Trump is among us. It was it was more like to time date. So like that that spring, um, I was driving back from playing shows, and um, I was just like not listening to music or podcasts or anything. It was dark and like just driving, uh, and sometimes that's when like the letting my head be empty is yeah. the time where like stuff just starts pouring out. And that song just started pouring out, and so I did it um, like talk to text <laughs> for in a note, <laughs> and I just like started saying it. Um, and it just kind of like came out like it wasn't then in the first version wasn't as as clean like there were a few edits i did lyrically to like make it oh sure make it flow but like yeah it just kind of came out so there wasn't like a concept for it and and it also wasn't that what that's that was like the main song that kind of kicked off this project because I showed that to Megan, I showed it to my friend Graciela, I showed it to a few um, of my like friends that are people of color, um, just saying like, "Hey, like I wrote this thing," like, yeah, and like, and I wasn't looking to, for them to tell me like, "Oh, you should play." That. I was just like, "Hey, I, I did this thing. Like, what do you think about yeah. it?" And they're like, "You have to play that." And I was like, "I don't, <laughs> I don't know." Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. and then um, like, it's not subtle. Like, it's no, none of the album is. No, I, well, it's the, not. the opening track is the only subtle yeah. one, and even that, like, if you if you dig into the right. metaphors, <laughs> right, you, you right. can find some things. Right. Um, but um, 
Megan ended up saying like, you're not, how did she phrase? She was like, you're not releasing that song for you at this point. Like, yeah. um, and part of my inspiration behind that song is like, she's, she's a park ranger in, um, Tennessee and like women in law enforcement get yeah. all sorts of crap. Yep. Yeah. Like the tons of harassment, like the most basic of which of like guys being like, so, so like your guns just for show, right? They would never say that to no. a man no. ever, Jesus. not once in their life. And like, that's like the low side of it is just like yeah. comments like that, stuff like that all the time. So like, you know, the, yeah. So that, the, the, that was part of the song. It's just like, I was like sad and yeah. angry and like, like, so we talked about the Trump, the Trump line, the, the third verse, it starts with fathers. How do you tell your daughters that you elected a man who'd gleefully assault her? Yeah. That legitimately was something I wanted to ask people. Right. How do you look your, yeah, your small yeah. daughter in the eye and say, I support a man who would, who would like gladly rape you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. And the next line, when, when they get raped, you become irate. Yeah, as you congratulate your sons that yeah. treat women with shame. Yeah. So like, it, there's there's a lot in that because like I also see like dads with sons and daughters that yeah. are like high fiving their sons about like when they're being misogynistic, and yeah. I'm like, do you not like? And you're also the oh god, <laughs> something <laughs> just, coming through the ceiling. Just ignore it. No, it's probably Jude. Uh, he's not coming through yet. <laughs> the like. Seeing those people, I'm like, do you do you like hate your daughter? Because mo- yeah. generally, those guys are the same ones that like post a picture of like guns and are like, I'll take care of my daughter's boyfriend. Yeah, like, yeah. It's like, wait, so which side are you yeah, on? Exactly. Do you care right. about yes. women or or do you not? <laughs> right, like, right, right. Um, and so that that yeah, that was a long winded version, but that's the what that song concept is about. It, I guess. I mean, I will, I will say it's a prof- it's it's a prophetic album. I mean, I, it really is. Like it it says things that a lot of people probably aren't going to want to hear. I mean, like, especially in the, in the, in the South, like I, it's been, it's been weird playing some of the stuff. I'm sure. Like, what's the response been? I mean, have you had like any negative responses from it? I have had some negative response. Um, I will say generally speaking, the majority of the time people will just like ignore me or like go, like (laughs) go away from it. Like they don't, they, they avoid the confrontation. I've had some confrontation. I've also had, um, which I'm not playing all of them out all the time. I play, sure. I play Let Love Come out because um, I, I think it's important for me to say Well, you played things. it in Bloomington. I did. Because when I heard it on the album, I was like, oh, I've heard this song. You played it at when we listened at the Blockhouse. Yeah, I think yeah. I played that last because I was yeah. like, I'm just going to... like I, I decided that last minute. Yep. That also last is about the only place I can ever play that song. Like, I can't play that song in the middle of my set and be like, all right, guys, let's rock. Yeah, like, right. that's, yeah. um, yeah. that'd be tone deaf to what the song is yes, saying. Correct. Um, but, uh, I've also had, as I travel and play shows, like women come up and hug me and cry and like tell me oh, stories of sexual great, assault and stuff, which I don't know how to handle that. Yeah. I'm not a therapist. Right. No, I, right, I mean, right, I just, right. I just like kind of stand there yeah. and like, but, um, it's been, it's been a, a moving experience and like those moments are why I enjoy doing music. So I guess like, yeah, uh, yeah. but in general, I would say the response has been more positive because you negative. know, you're doing something that it means something to somebody. If it means something to one fucking person, like the one, yeah, the one person that did that the one time was like, I'm glad I played this song. Yeah, exactly. I'm glad yeah, I it. exactly. I played yep. it. Um, I played it. So it's been what three or four years since I wrote it, I guess. Wow. 
Because, yeah, it was, it, I mean, Trump. Oh, yeah. yeah it would be, be four years in the spring. Jesus, that wrote, I can't freaking I, believe it's been that long. I, I put. Somebody punched me in the face. Um, I, I, I posted right. it for the first time. <laughs> <laughs> Gladly. I, I posted it for the first time after the Charlottesville stuff. I did just like yeah. a little video in my studio and was just like, here this is. Yeah. And wrote a little thing about it. And then I started playing it out. Um, and. I I got a brain fart again. I don't know. I'm drinking. <laughs> no, that, uh, no, you're fine. You're fine. I, yeah. Um, it, it just it it means something to some. If it means something to somebody, that's what matters. Oh, what I was gonna say is I played it. I think it was like three years ago at the Five Spot in Nashville, and that was like the first time I'd played it with like a ton of friends around. Yeah. And there's actually like um, I think Josh was there. Like a lot of people from that oh, okay. that church were there because. Uh, it was a show with Sean Michelle, and he like is like a gospel y okay. guy that's like associated with their church as well. Anyways, so I played that song, and this woman came up to me afterwards who was young, and she worked in D.C. and just like thanked me over and over for saying the thing. She was like, sometimes I feel like no one else gets it or sees it yep. or understands. Yep. And so like th- those handful of moments, even if I don't get another one of those moments right. again, like I'm already sure. Right. It, it um, may, it, yeah. It keeps you doing what you're doing. I mean, yeah. it, it really and, does. And Graciela, Jean, Julia Cannon, they're both great songwriters and musicians. They're the ones singing the verses on that. Um, they're fantastic. Yeah. Like that, I, them singing on that song to me makes that song. Yeah. Um, but so, I got, a, I got a few questions. Go for uh, it. Why Thoughts and Prayers? I was trying to f- come up with an album title that didn't sound like I was being self-righteous with what I was saying. That also was pointed with what I was trying to say. Uh, so legitimately, these are thoughts that I've had and and uh, prayers in the sense of like, yeah, like I, I think that, you know, yeah, you could say like the songs are prayerful and like well, yeah, I, I desire. Well, there's also, I mean, I feel like there's also like a sort of hinting at the bullshit. It's that, a it's a tongue in cheek title. Okay, yeah. yes, a hundred percent. But it it's both it's both sure. sides. It's yeah. both sides for me, which is why like I really like it. That yeah, I I, I finally settled on that. I was like, oh, like this yeah. this says everything I want it to. Yep. It is tongue in cheek saying like. You know, like, okay. When like, 30 people get murdered at a Walmart, you get like, oh, that's bullshit. Thoughts and prayers. Yeah. Um, while also saying, like, these these are my yeah. thoughts and prayers. Mm-hmm. This this is it. This is what I am yeah. thinking right now. This is what I am prayerful for. So it's actually that all the people I sent it to, their immediate reaction is I love the album title. So yeah. that's that's good. Yeah. 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 But that's why. Um, it's straight legit. And I hope you don't think we're blowing smoke up your ass because we know you and like you. But like, it's, <laughs> it, like, it's, it's not the whiskey talking. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, it's not. It, it's I'm le- definitely it, feeling it, by the way. I'm sure I can are. tell. Yeah, I can tell. He's uh, got that glazed look. No, so, it, really, it really is just, an, I mean, yeah, the whole concept is it's just fantastic. What Thanks. What were your biggest musical influences? Like your your voice is unlike anything else. Yeah, like I can't point to another artist out there that has a voice like yours. Um, Huey Lewis in the news. Nope, <laughs> that, that's a fucking I, compliment, I, though, man. I, I, it on, is, but like, it's definitely not that. I can no, like what? I can tell you who I get told I sound like. Okay, who is that? Hozier. See, I don't. Nah. I'm not saying that I think that. I'm just saying that is. I get. Uh, I get told that. Okay, a lot. I could. S- I could see when you go to your higher range, maybe. Yeah, but like your lower range doesn't sound yeah. like anything else to me. Like. So, who like what were your greatest musical influences growing up? It, did you? 
as you were developing your voice, mm-hmm. was there a I don't know if plan's the right word, or is it just this is this is my voice, either like it or don't? There's no plan. I actually like uh, one one of the things I still struggle at is enunciating. Um, but I also don't want to focus on that so much that I don't enjoy what I'm doing yeah. and I don't have just the emotion behind it. Mm-hmm. Yes. Cause I can go into like a concert choir, like very enunciated thing. Sure. But when I do that, like I'm thinking about that. Too it loses, it would lose something. Um, but I, I would like to be more clear if like, because I want people to hear what I have to say. Right. Um, I, I, I grew up, I mean, playing church music. So, um, that definitely has an influence, uh, you know, on the, on the love album, the, there's a song for my mom called song for my first love. And like, yeah. there's, a uh, a line in that talking about sitting on her lap while she plays piano. Mm-hmm. And she always played hymns for church. We, we, uh, I grew up starting in a small church. Then we ended up at, in the a big church in Bloomington, but she always, when we were at the small church, like she was the person who played every yeah, Sunday. Yeah. So every, like every week she would run through hymns. She's a great pianist, um, like sight read and yeah. all that. Um, and so like hymns are a huge influence on me. Um, I think that comes through in my writing style mm-hmm. a lot. I, I'll do a lot of different stuff. It's just like a lot of verses. Um, Johnny Cash was a big influence on me, partially because my dad was very much. Okay. I can see you got some baritone. Yeah. I, I could, yeah, I'm not saying like I'm trying to sound no, like Johnny no, no, Cash. No, no, you don't yeah. sound no, like Johnny Cash, but I could see like there's a there's a baritone aspect to your voice. Yeah, that, and I I've never even yeah. like sought out to be like I want to sound like right. him. Yeah. Um but my dad was big on like don't listen to anything but Christian music, but like I could listen to Johnny Cash. Of course, yeah. Um, <laughs> well, he's a, Christian. Fucking A, man. Um, <laughs> So like I, I I legitimately like kind of thought I was getting away with something listening to Johnny Cash like Cocaine Blues was my yeah, favorite Johnny God, Cash well, it's song. It's my favorite oh, of his man. too. Actually, God, it's so good. You yeah. won't you won't get a more gangster <clears throat> opening line nope. in any song than Early One Morning while taking my rounds. Yep. I took a shot of cocaine <laughs> and I shot my woman down. Yep, it's so good. Um, but anyways, so like that. Um, uh, I did end up listening to there. There, I don't know if it still exists. There used to be like a gospel bluegrass station that was a associated with like spear 95 out of bloomington um, and my dad would always have that on in the car but I mean, hi like, mom <laughs> yeah. Yeah, our still always on spirit 95 so that. this was a different station so brad and i, I have relatives who own that wreck that that uh, brad and i when brad and i drive mom and dad's car whatever we'll, every once in a while we'll get in it we'll change it to like ozzy's boneyard yeah <laughs> on satellite radio <laughs> yep yeah but so listening to that God, we're uh, terrible sons. Yeah, we are. <laughs> Jesus Christ. She's a wonderful person. She we is. are just we're awful. Just awful. <laughs> uh, like, listening to that, listening to, like, the harmonies and that type of thing. Yeah. Definitely influence. Um, Death Cab for Cutie is a huge yeah. influence okay. on me. I could see that. Uh, and then, to be honest, like, the local Bloomington music scene, which I know doesn't help mm-hmm. anyone else, but, uh, <laughs> yeah. like, I, like I, I started going to shows, like, in high school, and I would go to anything all ages, and I would sneak into as much as I could. Like, I remember sneaking into the back of the bishop when like bands yeah. would load in. Oh, yeah. Because they would do 18-plus shows, and I would just mark my hands with X's and sneak in the back. And I wouldn't drink. So like right. no one no one really questioned me. Yeah, yeah. Right. And I would buy band merch um, to, like, cause, to not feel bad about right. not paying for a ticket. Of course. Uh, but like uh, Rodeo Ruby Love, Husband and Wife, Frank Schweikert, uh, Frank goes like is at Red Door. Yeah, he did our sound um, for the live show. 
Yeah, Frank. Oh, Frank. Frank. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We yeah. love Frank. Okay. So like Frank. Frank was an influence on me. I don't know if you've listened to any of his stuff. No. I didn't know he was even. I had no clue. He's he's listening. fantastic. Um, it's really like slow melodic delay guitar. Hmm. Kind of like spoken word. His over. wife's a talented like photographer and artist yeah. as well. Yeah, and he yeah. didn't unfriend me on Facebook either. <laughs> God, that is like the my favorite. I thing love it so. Much. This whole episode, I, fact, I was my favorite God. thing. God I, was, damn I was trying to just make it to where he couldn't do what he God, was trying to so do off great, the top. Man. But uh, anyways, um, who else? Uh, you know, like Gary Clark Jr. is a big uh, influence. Oh, yeah. Okay, so there's uh, the bluesy aspect. Yeah. Okay. Noah Gunderson. Okay. Big influence. Oh, yeah, I love him. Um, yeah. Noah Gunderson's Jesus Jesus was a big part oh, of shit, me yeah. getting into uh, get it, like questioning things. Okay, nice. it, it came out as I was already starting to question things, but you know he mm-hmm. he's, he says stuff like he, you know talking about like are you gonna are you gonna kill us like the dinosaurs or blow <laughs> us up in a third world war? Right, there's still a hundred things I'd like to do, and he like lists like all these things he'd like to do with his life, like maybe start a family, maybe to go to the Eiffel Tower. <laughs> Yeah. And uh, every every line of that, like that actually, that song sings like a hymn because every line starts yeah. with yeah. Jesus, Jesus. Um, you know, if all the heathens burn in hell, do all their children burn as well? What about the Muslims and the gays and the unwed mothers? Mm. Asking questions like that. Yeah. yeah. Um, I love his song Garden. It's my favorite. It's good. Yeah. I'm not a big fan of the new record, but you yeah, know. It's, same. It's what, there's some <laughs> good lyrics in there still. Like there's there's still some good poetry. Anyways, derailing. Glorietta was good though. Glorietta is fantastic. Uh, David Ramirez in recent years because oh, people shit. have told me I sound like David Ramirez or that I remind okay them I of him. I'm not him. familiar with. Oh, him. David Ramirez is fantastic. You guys love him. Uh, right. Start start with American Soil. It's a great record. Okay. He was also part of Glorietta, which was the super yeah. group with like Noah Gunderson, David, or Matthew Matthew Vasquez, whatever his face, um, Nathaniel Rayliff in the Night Sweats. Okay. Um, American Soil, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. That's I mean that's an old record, but okay. it's yeah. great. Two thousand nine, um, ten years old. You okay. were four. When <laughs> <laughs> well, so that's when that's that's about the same time Noah Gunderson released Saints and Liars. I was in high school, and I heard Jesus, Jesus a few years later. I think probably like my senior year, going into college is when I heard Jesus, Jesus, and I was like, oh wow. Um, but yeah, those I mean those are some of my influences. I I listen to a lot mm-hmm. um just by happenstance of driving a lot yeah sure yeah. so yeah. um yeah. all right i, yeah, I, 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 I ask whatever i'm oh, sorry I feel no like that's good so yeah. i got a question and then do you guys have any other questions before we go no, on no go ahead round? all right so um in the song i don't know i wanted to definitely touch on this sure uh, it's a song where you apologize to your parents um yeah and you say that you don't know who you are anymore um, let's talk about how horrible of a person you are. <laughs> um, no, I'm kidding. No, uh, you, no, you can't. Uh, no. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, let, I, I, I've been thinking a lot about myself and rebirth. Um, you know how we become different people. Um, what do you, what, what do you think your old self would say to your current self and mm. vice versa? That's a good question. I don't know. Um, it's hard to even. It's hard for me to separate the two as two entities. Yeah, I yeah. still, I still feel very much like the same kid who was sure. sixteen going on tour who had conservative values two years ago. Uh, <laughs> it's not been that long, Steven. 
I mean, <laughs> I'm sorry. I told you had a great thought. I torpedoed. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. You're good. You're Matt good. went full Michael. On I did. That. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you're you're totally good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So yeah, I have a hard time separating myself. I feel like there's never been a point in which I didn't question things. I latched on to C.S. Lewis. Okay. Um, sure. Very much because of that. Um, which actually like uh, the You Hold the Key song, part of that is C.S. Lewis inspired. Okay. You know, yeah. the the end is uh, Hell's Locked from the Inside and I hope this segregation has you satisfied because all the while you've been holding the key. Uh, uh, that's that's C.S. Lewis yeah. inspired. Yeah. 100%. Go, go read The Great Divorce, people. Oh, oh my God. God. That, that, will, so that will fuck up your theology, <clears throat> man. So... Um, I would tell my old self to like chill out, not care what people think. Yeah. Uh, from, from now, like I was, which I would tell myself that now though, like I'm much better at it, but I still like, and I don't think you'll ever a hundred percent get rid of that. Right. I don't think you necessarily should maybe even for hygiene's sake, but <laughs> uh, yeah, chill out. And then my old self would probably just ask me a lot of questions. Yeah. I'd be I would just be like, what are you doing? Like why? And like want to understand it. I don't know that I would like I don't think I was ever the person to really like I definitely had thoughts bec- about different things like I th- with it and like fundamentalist thoughts, but I was never the one being super vocal with them. Right. I was just the one like there (laughs) if that makes sense not and i'm not trying to say like i'm a great person like i still thought those things yeah but like i wasn't trying to like go have an argument with somebody about it so um which is probably how i ended up where i'm at and how i like because i was like okay like but why like why is this a thing um and actually jeremy earl um was a big part of that no one that's list no one's listening that would care i don't think (laughs) Um, cause like, I mean, he still is a pastor and I don't want to get him in trouble, but like, uh, chances are slim. Yeah. I don't think anybody's going to listen. That, no, that's probably. But so like, um, nobody's listening to this. You know, he didn't, podcast. he didn't, he didn't tell me until nobody's listening to it all. <laughs> Why am I here? <laughs> it's just, thanks for coming up, buddy. <laughs> your, your mom and your sister-in-law. You got a free that's dinner it. out of it. At least. I, I, I kind of hope that dude, that dinner's worth it. That yeah. You got some good beer it. out of it. I mean, come yeah, on. Let's yeah. Let's do this. Um, yeah. was, oh, so like Jeremy's, Jeremy's part of why i got into c.s lewis like when we were in eighth grade we like read screw tape letters as a group yep. and, like, Jesus, that book is not light no no and so like um he was he was always like challenging things i remember we had a conversation about evolution once uh in like junior high or high school and he was like when it comes to science throughout history the church has been wrong a lot <laughs> that's all i'll say <laughs> and he was never one to like very true he was never one to like push you to believe something or say something so like when i started struggling with my faith he was like well maybe you should like go explore that maybe you should like not be in church for a minute or maybe you should do this Interesting. like he was never um and he's he's who married megan and i and i still stay in touch with him he's nice great yeah um and I know, like, I have some different beliefs than him now, but, like, he's not going to not grab right. dinner with me and hang right. out and, yeah. like, talk about life and theology and, like, yeah, sure. everything. Like he, so, um, yeah. Have you read Till We Have Faces? 
I've not. You know, oh, I haven't either. either. I haven't it's either. So good. Why have I not read that? I, I think it's his best work. Honestly, I even better know, than Great, great divorce. divorce. You haven't read it. How would you know? No, I was I'm, just asking. I'm, I'm asking. I, I think it's Relax. just the great. Yeah. The Great Divorce is so good. It's, it's hard. So it's hard to yeah, think man. like there's something better. It's it's uh, yeah. like I like Screw Tape Letters, but I don't think it compares to Great Divorce. No, it no. doesn't. It honestly doesn't. Yeah. I've read both multiple times. Yeah, it's Till We Have Faces is I, I think his best work. Yeah. it's it's great. Yeah. I love C.S. Lewis. I've yep. got two volumes of his letters that yep. he wrote to people. All right, lightning round. Uh, beverage of choice. Tea with a lemon. Oh. Last album you listened to start to finish. Uh, I listened a bunch last night start to finish. Um, what was the last one? Just say something. We're, I, we're not going to know the difference. I man. listened to uh, Jason Hawk Harris's new one, and I also listened to Emma Hearn's EP. Huh. Um, and... What else is on Taylor's too? Um, I did listen to American Soil all the way through last night, driving yeah. as well. Nice. So, best Star Wars film? First one. Episode four? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's just... It, God, it's, it's either that or one of the very... Luke is or one so of the new goddamn ones. whiny in that movie, it's, it's, it's honestly either that or one of the more recent <laughs> ones. I'm a big fan of the new, uh, the new movies. Like the ones in the last couple years. Yeah. They're good. Um, uh, what goes on a hot dog? If you say ketchup, I'm out of here. You know what? I can't even eat a hot dog anymore without going, oh, Brad's going to judge you about this. So this is what I will put on a hot dog. One, I hate mustard, so y'all can take that and just put it wherever you want. I, I enjoy hot I'm relish. Hot, I'm putting on a hot dog. I enjoy, I enjoy hot relish, okay. um, potentially onions. Yep. Um, depending on like what the relish consistency like, is, I do like relish and onions. Like on hot, hot relish, onions, and a good barbecue sauce is like my go-to oh. hot dog. I've not tried that. No, I haven't either. I will be trying that. Um, that that or like a chili cheese dog, like a coney. Yeah, without yeah. Mustard. yeah it's hard to beat a coney. So, what's the best sitcom theme song? I don't know what the best is, but the first one that came to mind was "How I Met Your Mother." That is the least funny show ever put on television. I love that show. All right, well, now, now we're not friends. DVD. That's fine. I don't even give a shit. I've, I've watched multiple I episodes. Don't give it a is shit. legend. Wait for it, and I hope you're not lactose intolerant. Because <laughs> the last part of this word is dairy. Legendary. He butchered that. But I, yeah. did butcher it. I don't think it would have mattered. I it's a shitty it. joke, Michael. No, it's I'm, great. So, no. I mean, Jason Segel, Allison Hannigan, Neil Patrick Harris. That's fine. The ride is fucking terrible. It's a boring show. I never I don't. I don't know. It's, no. It's a pretty, okay. pretty good show. Whatever. That's fine. It's great. We'll fight later. Uh, you're, you're grumpy. <laughs> I was gonna hey, ask what, you which, want to fucking sleep outside. I, I, I was you gonna can ask, fucking sleep outside. All right, if, you're you're telling that to a musician. I'm gonna, <laughs> like I haven't slept in my car a time or two. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna twist this question. Okay, if Matt was a Care Bear, which Care Bear would he be? <laughs> what? Why is there a grumpy, That's grumpy bear? Yeah. Why? <laughs> it's grumpy bear. No, I'm not even grumpy I was, anymore. I was, he just shoots now angry bear. He I was, shoots tears and anger at his enemies. I'm gonna be honest. I watch gummy bears way more than Care Bears. Yeah. Gummy Bears bouncing here and there and there. Another great theme song. Oh, that we should be. Is it a, it's not a sitcom though. Beyond compare. Um, do you believe in the multiverse? As much as I believe in anything. <laughs> yeah, same. It's good. It's good. Um, Michael. All right, last one. 
Okay. Fuck Mary Kill. <laughs> oh gosh. No. Yes. No. Yes. Wait for it. Here you go. Stephen Dunn. <laughs> Myself. Stephen Kyle. <laughs> or Sad Jesus. God. That's not even. How do you answer it? You literally can't answer is that the, it. Is that is that some weird trinity Sad happening? Jesus. <laughs> for those of you unaware. I, I occasionally get called sad Jesus. <laughs> you are you are a striking resemblance to the white messiah. Yeah, you could every, definitely start an off Broadway version of uh, the Last Temptation of Christ. So, much so. with the with the like, um, fuck like the Willem, album, the fuck album. Willem Dafoe, man, you got you got that shit nailed. With the album pre order and like all of that that I'm doing, I have a black hat with embroidered great tunes from sad Jesus. And I also have a black shirt that just says great tunes from sad Jesus. For awesome. well, I know okay. where some of the podcast money is so going. Good. That's um, going to support that shit. Currently there are only two shirts that say great tunes from sad Jesus that exist in the world. And Megan has one of them and a guy in California has the other. That's so well, awesome. three guys in Indiana are about to have three more and a deer shirt. And what, and what is a deer shirt? <laughs> God, we're going to just blow the wad of money on this. Wear a medium, in case you're wondering. <laughs> All right. Did you have an answer for that? What was... Oh, no, God. No, there's no answer, Michael. There's <laughs> no an way answer. to answer yeah. that. Either, either way, I'm dead, so... Yeah. <laughs> and I'm not into necrophilia, so. Hey, fuck, Mary, kill yourself. All right. Get back that's, to the masturbation part. That's great. God. All right. Such a great interview. It yeah. just fucking torpedoed man i mean just every time it's was was it good i don't know I yeah like, no it was great i, like I, I just rambled it. about no no it's it fine man. that's what it's nope. that's what it's for okay do we want to do a song yes absolutely all right we've never all done right. this before what yeah. are you gonna play live in studio well, you told me what to play so. well i thought you were saying you kind of hinted that you weren't going is it to. devil went down no. to georgia <laughs> that's, that's exactly what i'm gonna play it's, i'm gonna play a live no, version, it's a kids rock version of that lady gaga song <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't fucking wait. I cannot fucking wait. Uh, should we pause? And yeah, get let's ready? pause a minute. Let's, let's prepare. Yeah, and then we'll, right. yeah. we'll, be, we'll be right back. I'm just going to go ahead and record this part where Steven's tuning his guitar. I hope you realize you're wrong on all of this because it's half step down. <laughs> Goddamn stone temple violets. <laughs> it means it means that I can play C shapes, but I'm in B. Yeah. B is great for my voice. Yeah. Hey guys, are, are we going to half step down? Does sound pretty sweet, actually. Are we going to try and harmonize on that? No, we're not. We're going to shut your mic, center mics off, and just let him do his thing. Okay. Are you going to introduce it? All right, Stephen Kyle, playing. <laughs> <laughs> let love come. <laughs> just fucking with you. This is Stephen Dunn singing. Let love come. Sad Jesus. <laughs> Love's a fall that away been so is felt. I've seen you give none of the above to the tired and poor who live in slums, get treated almost as bad as if they were Muslim. And won't you stand with me? 
And let your voices be heard Lay down our guns And show them life's worth And may the nations join hands And announce in turn And hallelujah That love come. I've got a question For all the guys How long Do you keep telling All these women lies They only have words If there's a penis Between their thighs And you just keep them around To have your babies And die Won't you stand with me and let your voices be heard? Lay down our guns and show them life's worth. May the nations join hands and announce in turn and hallelujah. Let love come. Fathers, how do you tell your daughters that you elected a man who'd gleefully assault her? And when they give rains, you become my rain as you congratulate your sons that treat women with shame. Won't you stand with me and let your voices be heard? Lay down our guns and show them life's worth. May the nations join hands and announce in turn hallelujah. Let love come. I'm just a white man who sometimes sings blues and I've had my share of pain but not like you do so won't you please take my hand in brotherly love and maybe amidst this chaos for a moment we'll rise above Won't you stand with me And let your voices be heard 
lay down our guns and show them life's worth. May the nations join hands and nouns in turn and hallelujah that love come and hallelujah that love come so freaking great man that's great i think we just went to church yeah <laughs> like hosier like hosier no take me to no that's not about no, church fuck actually you. all right fuck you <laughs> god damn it <laughs> That song, not actually about church. I don't uh, know if you knew that. Yeah, I did, I did can know. you just play the whole album? Like, can we just do like a four-hour episode where he just plays the, plays we're, the album? We're two and a half in. So. Whatever. Fuck that. Okay. Who gives a shit? Nobody's listening to this anyway. Okay. Except like 10 people. Yeah. God, that was, man, that Except was so like 10 good, people. man. Yeah. yeah, it's great. That's just, thank yeah. you. That Thanks. is phenomenal writing, and you, you do have an, a really unique voice. The Thanks. Lord has really yeah. blessed you with that. No. See... <laughs> Fucking god damn it! <laughs> I, I I know I already said it, but uh, Graciela Jean, Julia Cannon, um, they they make that song for me. Yeah, they're great. Yeah. Yeah. They're fantastic. That that is the first single that's going to come out this month. So. Nice. Yeah. Sweet. Um, and you're going to release several singles like before. I'm going right? to do three awesome. um, three singles, and yeah. this album will come out next year. And if you haven't got his the four EPs, Love God and Death, like you got to get those two, man. And yep. Just. All right. Yeah. Yep. Go get them. I, up. I won't. Yeah. I won't stop you from plugging. Stuff. No. <laughs> go get them up. No. Uh, I'm, I'm not even joking. Like they're just. Yeah, it's one of those things. Like as a musician, you always like they're, you kind of finish something and like it's you. You really like it for a season. Yeah. And then you're like ready to be away from it. Yep. Yeah. Sure. Uh, so like the death record is definitely my favorite, but it's also the last one that got released. So like. Oh it, sure. Yeah. That's yeah. probably <laughs> yeah. probably probably why. But they're all just they're all just that was, actually, just, that was actually my favorite of those four. By it's the just way. a phenomenal series. Thank, I mean, yeah. it's just yeah. Thank you. And listen to them in order. I mean, it, it really does have, tell a story essentially. So, where do people go to find out more information? Stephen Kyle dot com. Okay, <laughs> and then what, <laughs> <laughs> fake uh, news. Fake. I'm buying that. Stephen. Tonight. Stephen with a V. <laughs> That's Stephen with a V dash D U N N dot com. Um, then uh, I have Twitter, but I don't use it. So. Do with that what you will. Links will be in the show notes um, for the website. Steve Dunn's beard is my Instagram, <laughs> as is my Twitter. But I'm actually using Instagram. Honestly, if you want to like interact with me, Instagram is is by far the best way. Instagram uh, is about the only thing that doesn't suck anymore. On it really media. is, and, and it even kind of sucks. Like I was, talk- I went and grabbed drinks with a friend the other day. He's like, I haven't. He was like, When? What happened to your ankle? I was like. I- like, did I think about it? Was positive, like, did you not see it? And he's like, no. He's like, I haven't seen anything. He got on my page, hadn't seen like two months worth of yep. my stuff, and we're friends. Freaking algorithms, like, yeah. man. So even that, it just like not that I'm like, but like I want to see the people I follow. Yep. Yeah. I yeah. Do. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Anyways, but yeah, Instagram is the best way. And then I uh, launched as of today a pre-order for the album on vinyl. Oh, excellent. Um, so there's all sorts of fun stuff on there. Is excellent. that on the website or is that, where can people find out that, about That'll that? be on Kickstarter. I will add it to the website, but I'll also send you the Kickstarter. If you search kick, on Kickstarter, thoughts, just thoughts send and, us all the links. We're going to put the links in yeah. the show notes. Make uh, sure we have all the links. The album's Thoughts and Prayers. I will send it to you guys so it can be in the show notes. Yep. But if you search 
thoughts and prayers on Kickstarter, Stephen Dunn. I'm sure you'll find it. Um, you are not going to be disappointed with this album. There's, I just, yeah. There's a bunch of stuff on yep. there. Um, this I, I, I'm trying to think of all the different. So I did one where like I think it's 20 bucks. I will literally cover. I only I did 30. So up to 30 people can make me cover a song in my studio. <laughs> what, we, what do we want to do? And, and I will and I will send <laughs> we're it. Gonna, we're going to workshop this. Um, you're going to get a request from us. I'm just telling you right now. That's fine. I'm not. I'm not even mad Dre, about that. Uh, Dre Day. We're just gonna do. Remixes What's my name of, by Snoop Dogg? Remixes of all our theme songs, all <laughs> Stephen Kyle. <laughs> we won't even say they're by Stephen Dunn, so you won't be embarrassed by him. <laughs> um, what else did I do on there? So there's, uh, like I said, the the hat and the Great Tunes Strategy, the shirt, the deer shirt is on there as well. The deer shirt I've had for a while. I haven't done either of those things, so like you can't really get them other right. than that. Um, the vinyl is going to be like a deluxe vinyl. Um, I'm doing like handwritten lyrics. I'm a photographer as well. So I'll do like, um, if you're like, Hey, I want to support you, but I'm broke as shit, which I get <laughs> like, believe yeah. me, I get, sure. um, for five bucks, I will send you like a, a custom postcard of a picture that I've taken. Oh, that's awesome. Man. Which the album artwork is a picture I took in Ireland. Oh, okay. Oh, that. That's so great. Um, so like I, I've got pictures from like Ireland, Germany, like Joshua tree, all sorts of national parks and stuff oh, that are take it easy, Bono. Um, take it easy, Bono. <laughs> I have I have a Joshua Tree tattoo. It is not it is not a U two tattoo, but I do have a, a tattoo of a Joshua Tree. Yeah. Um, yeah, but so I will like five bucks. I will just like write you like actually write you a thank you note and send you like a like a premium postcard of a print of a picture. That's cool, man. Thank um, you. That's awesome. Yeah, all that fun I'm stuff. I'm looking at it now. I did find it. So I had to type in thoughts and prayers, Stephen Dunn, and it popped up. Cool. Um, and the link will be in the show notes. I've already got that uh, copied and pasted, so we're good there. Um, yeah, great tunes from Sad Jesus is a hat you can get in a shirt. <laughs> it, it totally is. Um, yeah, you, you can do that thing. What else is something? Oh, I did one that's like a house show that's decently expensive, but... Uh, like, like not the cheap one, but like the most expensive house show. It, I will make you dinner if it's feasible within Nashville. So like anyone in Indiana, that's fine. I'll make you dinner. Uh, you'll get a house show for you and 40 guests and everybody will get a copy of it on vinyl. Jeez. Oh, uh, I don't know where that tier is at, but if you want $5 million. Um, <laughs> yeah, it sounds about right. It's fun. Steven for life. Uh, <laughs> let me, let me find that one. Um, if you get a bunch of friends together, it actually would end up potentially not being that yeah. expensive. Also, if you just want a house show, that's that's on there as well. Yeah. There's also like if you want to talk about songwriting with me or like can have me give you a guitar lesson, it's on there. I'm done talking about myself because I feel like a whore at this point. So uh, <laughs> yeah, be ready for the one. But you're our whore. <laughs> But I, yes, that's Stephen Kyle. That's hey, there's my all, alter there's ego. There's only 29 left. <laughs> there's Stephen Kyle is the, uh, what was that Garth Brooks? The Chris Gaines, Chris Gaines. of uh, his Dude, music. Don't even, don't even at me. Chris Gaines bangs, man. Here's the thing. He slaps. Here's I'm not thing. doing this shit with He's you the now. best. Here's no. the thing about Chris Gaines. It don't matter. I don't, I don't care what you think about Chris, Chris Gaines. Gaines. <laughs> I don't care if you like don't like it. I'm not arguing music wise. Chris Gaines is considered a failure and will likely sell more. so many more thousand albums yep. than so many other people. Yeah. He sold so much. Yeah. He made he made bank on that. Yep. And it's still considered a failure. Yep. So yeah. whatever. Uh Rosie Not- Thomas's cover of it, Don't Matter to the Sun. Oh my God. Good. Good stuff. So fucking good. 
Yep. So, uh, yeah. So it's it's gonna be in the show notes. Go do buy the things from Stephen Kyle if you yep. like uh, uh, independent art. If you like Stephen Kyle, Stephen Dunn. We're not we're not supporting this shit it's, because my name my name Stephen, is Stephen Dunn. We've Stephen joked Dunn. about it a lot, yeah. but Stephen Dunn is Stephen Dunn dot com. <laughs> and we're not supporting this shit because he's he's our friend. We're supporting this shit because he is. It's it needs to be heard. Yeah. Yep. And he's our friend, but it needs to be heard. So. Go, yeah, go, we'll go get see. It. We'll see how. Go I mean, out and he, get he, it. Technically, he's not my friend. We're not Facebook. No, friends you're not. You're right, <laughs> motherfucker. God, that's so great. <laughs> that is li- that's the favorite thing that's happened this episode. Is that for me? Like, well, guess what? Stephen Kyle is done to me. Is dead to me. <laughs> you know what? I couldn't find it because you're gonna change your goddamn name, and now I'm not gonna be able to find you. It's Stephen Delapolos, isn't it? Uh, Pretty sure it's Stephen Delapolos. I'm gonna make it. I'm just gonna make it un un uh, searchable, but I'll add you back. S- uh, Steven I'm, I'm, get, I'm honestly just going to go through and delete all of my Facebook posts and just make like I, I don't use Facebook other than my yeah. band it's page. still public I can still see all your shit even though you unfriended me I'm pretty sure I made it a private page no I, I just was able to get on there and that's how I got all that dude Facebook is nonsense because I totally went through and like set it to like friends only yeah they hate you they hate me yeah. that's fine <laughs> I, on, like so I did find out recently this is this is the riveting talk radio everyone's that you can um, you can make one of your pages be like your person in a group so I could make like Stephen Dunn like my page be the person in the pub oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah. and we then, have a guy who does that yeah, yeah. Who, who does that um it is don't does just don't why not I they probably don't want it known that it's a Facebook page no they know it's a Facebook page anybody that clicks on his profile is a Facebook page right. like it, it would go to it's a guest it's it's been a guest who is on the show oh okay. Yeah. Oh, it, yeah. yeah. Honestly, like that's that's what I am like trying to change with all of my groups because I don't use my personal Facebook. Yeah. I'm just like it, yeah. it's trash. Yeah. Anyways. All right. Well, thanks for coming on the show, man. Smash Hopefully, trash. we'll be friends again one day. <laughs> probably <laughs> not. Though. Probably not though. Now, now the question is, will I accept your friendship? That's Michael. Hit the button. You're assuming I'm friending. Michael, you back? It's goddamn ten oh four. Hit the fucking clock. Goddamn it! Hit the goddamn button. I just deleted the button. What? Shit. I literally just deleted How'd the button. How'd you delete a button? He I, wants this to keep going. I, I, I hit it to, to get it to play, and I must have dragged it a little it's bit. It's fine. We don't need the song. All right. What's next? Do we have Michael, any five un- stars? Unmute me. No? Unmute okay. me. What's your feedback? You said you were doing feedback. Yeah. I've got a few. I've got dog in my eyes right now, and I feel like they're like... Really? The yeah. bounty hunter? You're allergic to dogs? Oh, yeah. I didn't know you were. Oh, God. She's hypoallergenic. No, she's not. There's no such thing as a hypoallergenic dog. Okay, well, she is. Nope, she's not. Because I petted her. I'm having like a full-blown freaking attack right now. Woo! There's no five stars. Move on. All right. God uh, damn it. Uh, I will, I'm going to do a little bit of Twitter feedback because we okay. had some good stuff. I'm just going to do a couple here. Yeah. Um, this is from I Seen Nothing from uh, at Brandon Evans 619. Uh, I saw that grapefruit video. I wish I hadn't. Thanks for that. Thanks for the any. <laughs> at this point in hashtag emotional erection is all that I can hope for anymore. I'm sexy and I know it. Oh God! Uh, also from I Seen Nothing at Brandon Evans six nineteen. Alternate smash tags for episode one eighty. Uh, hashtag Punani Bowl. Oh, hashtag God Punani. 
Hashtag God not real. Hashtag that bald little prick can die in a fire. Hashtag etc. Has what has parvo? <laughs> and then uh, hashtag brick doll banger. <laughs> uh, Jason Plant at Seventh White. Way to plant, Ann. Uh, episode 147. Jesus. He's on his way through. Michael, can it be William Hung's Korean dick butter? Polly brother. I don't know. I, I don't think he's Korean, Michael. It doesn't matter. Brandon, you're a monster. Me dying. <laughs> God, that is, a, that is a fucking throwback, man. She bangs. Uh, she bangs. Uh, and then uh, Derek Blaylock at, at Derek A. Blaylock. Great Pastors Podcast episode with... Oh, wait, no, sorry. Uh, your final held note in Glory of Love is similar, eerily similar to the final note in your rendition of Friends Are Friends Forever, episode 175. Hashtag Pastors Greatest Hits. <laughs> hashtag Greatest... Greatest in quotes. Why is that fucker not in the pub yet? I don't know. He's Dick, been quoting for like he's Derek Playlock. Yeah, Mookie's brother. Yeah, Mookie's brother. Why is Mookie's brother the not fuck in the in fucking there, bro, pub, sky, man? Bro, it's a goddamn dollar a month. You can afford that shit. Yeah. Come on. All right. That's I mean, good. we're no liturgists. So we don't charge three dollars a month. <laughs> Shot, shots fired. <laughs> and it, also, everybody that's been lowering their pledges because the liturgists raised theirs. Right. I see you. Fuck you. Is that actually a thing? Yeah, it's actually a thing. I listen to Litter just every once in a while. Um, well, I guess we'll delete this episode. Yeah. I, I, I don't <laughs> pledge to them. I, 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 pledge do, to I, you guys. I do like the Litter just, but they raise their prices and it has affected people's pledges. You know, you know who hasn't raised their prices? Michael's the fucking just, inglorious pastors have never raised their prices. Yet. We might have I mean, to, we don't give you... sound like a used to, car salesman. We don't right have now. to raise the damn Stack rent. them deep and sell them cheap. That's fucking A, man. We don't give you shit, but we don't ever raise our prices. We lose our alcohol money. I am I out. love how he's mostly angry at the litter just because he can't drink booze. <laughs> yes. <laughs> damn it. I, I love the litter just. Everybody's got to have standards. <laughs> I'm just saying... Uh, all right. I see you. Play the button, Michael. Are, are we push the button. button? Right, Play the button. Right. Push the button. Whatever. I'm drunk. I don't care. Well, we Man, I am tested. I've made a fair dent in this Bernheimer. Yeah, you have. What the hell happened to Laura Beth? I haven't seen her in ages. Yeah, I don't know. Mm. We miss you. I miss you. Hashtag my 75 Bronco. <laughs> Hashtag the fat guy from Roseanne. Oh, <laughs> hashtag Johnny Cash's outhouse. <laughs> hashtag your, that's, where, that's where Steve pees. Hashtag your eat, pray, love here. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what this is in reference to, but hashtag years of trying. No idea. Hashtag jerk off to Carmen Electra. <laughs> hashtag this is my favorite. <laughs> Please don't say Helen Keller. <laughs> <laughs> and then <laughs> hashtag St- Stephen unfriended Michael. <laughs> Fucking is that all you got? <laughs> all right, Steven. I've got uh, uh, I do coke with it. Uh, hashtag off the back of a seventy five Bronco. <laughs> I can't even read the shit. I'm cross eyed. Jesus Christ. Hashtag Johnny Cash's outhouse. Hashtag every page will have a dark spot. <laughs> 
<laughs> are you squinting? You literally have your laptop in your hand. I know. I can't so see you it. You can see it. Hashtag. You're like my grandma trying to it's read It's my fucking birthday. Eat a dick. What are you, 80? Hashtag. It's my birthday. I'm going to get drunk like I do every other night. <laughs> this is Hashtag. different because of all. Blah, blah, blah. Hashtag your eat, pray, Hashtag. love year. Hashtag unspoken bright side. Hashtag. Seven deep at this point. I've got that one too. (laughs) (laughs) That was my wedding night. Hashtag that wasn't. Hashtag that woman who does Bart Simpson. (laughs) (laughs) Your 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 wedding night was Star Wars. It oh just impacted on the surface. Can we add hashtag impacted on the surface? <laughs> I got that one. Hashtag, hashtag pro probing. Hashtag Stephen Rico. Hashtag sad Jesus. What do you got, Steve? All right. We've got a hashtag seven deep at this point. <laughs> hashtag IMDB Helen Keller. <laughs> Um, Hashtag my favorite lotion Uh, The same as my chemical romance (laughs) Cover band Tomato tomato I've got hashtag achy breaky kids bop Nice That's really good Hashtag woman who does Bart Simpson. <laughs> Hashtag 40-foot white oblong. <laughs> That's my nickname in high school. Nope. <laughs> no, it wasn't. Hashtag 12 feet thick. That was also my nickname in high school. And uh, I'm going to skip that. That one's not good. We're not doing that one. Uh, I, I, you guys don't have a line, but I do. Uh, <laughs> uh so, last but not least, hashtag Stephen Kyle is a whore. <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like that's the winner. Anybody else with me on that? I, no, I like 40 foot. Uh, 40 foot white, white en blanc. Yeah. All right. I've got hashtag uh, eat, pray, love year. I feel like that's got to be it, actually. <laughs> that's a really good hashtag. Everybody had it. Hashtag unspoken bright side. Uh, personal favorite, hashtag gilf hunter. <laughs> okay. That's. That's, and there's the line. That's pretty strong. <laughs> Hashtag uh, Olivia <laughs> Olivia Newton's daughter. That's solid. I, I like that a lot. <laughs> Hashtag Edgewood Edgelords. No. <laughs> what the fuck is an edgelord? Okay. No, don't don't do it. Impacted on the surface. Gilf Hunters. How do you know the word edgelord? I I don't know. Someone on an internet forum who deliberately talks about controversial, offensive, taboo, or nihilistic subjects in order to shock other users in an effort to appear cool or edgy. Yep. There you go. I may have called people that behind their backs before. I literally never heard that word in my life until now. I'm not I'm kind of okay with eat, pray, love like that. Your eat, eat play, pray, love, eat, pray, love year. That's, I, that's, yeah, I like that too. Either that or Gilf Hunter. <laughs> Kyle Gilf Hunter. G- Gilf Hunter's kind of, kind of more on brand than anything else we've done. 
40, <laughs> considering 40 <the> white foot <laughs> oblong. 40 foot white oblong. Either yeah. one of those. I feel I, like everybody. I, I, I'm down for Eat, Pray, Love. Eat, Pray, Love year. Yeah. Your Eat, Pray, Your Eat, Pray, Love year. All right. I'll, I'll tell you the one I didn't say whenever we're done. It'll be fine. <laughs> what is it? No, I'm not doing it. I'm, Jesus! Like you get like I'm gonna tell you as if we stopped recording. All right, I'm not an idiot. Quick. <laughs> beep beep boop boop. What did you say? He's, what was that? he's he's not new here. All right, let's clearly. If Jesus you've listened Christ. to this, this is episode, like a three-hour episode in its entirety, hit us up on it social media 15. with God hashtag Jesus. Sorry, your eat pray love year. Oh. We're on Facebook. Slash bastards podcast, gloriousbastards.com, jizzmuzzle.com, uh, at Pastors Podcast on Twitter, at Pauline Matt, at MJ Basinger, at Steve Dunn's Beard. I, I won't respond. Uh-oh. The Glorious <laughs> Pastors you on Instagrams. I didn't burp. That wasn't me. No, I said, fuck you guys. I'm not oh. going to respond. Uh, support for this podcast comes from listeners like Instagram you. Instagram if you want a response. <laughs> Uh, subscribe, rate, and review us on Apple Podcasts. Check out our website, gloriousfasters.com. Support us on Brad Patreon. Brad is done. To join the Pastors Pub. It's my side Brad, Brad has his mic in, like undone. Everything's in his backpack. Help shape the He's content done. of this show, uh, patreon.com slash pastorspodcast. Thanks for coming up, man. Like, sincerely. Thank, thank, thank you for having I'm me. I'm really glad you came. It was fun. That was fun. Yeah. It was, it was nice great. knowing you. We're no longer friends. Yeah. Am I dead to you? the end of our friendship. <laughs> I'm really surprised Stephen Dunn is dead to me didn't end Stephen up on yours. Stephen Dunn is definitely dead to me. <laughs> Stephen Kyle is Stephen dead Stephen Kyle me. is even deader. <laughs> uh, are we actually waiting for that? Yeah, thanks yeah, for bringing okay. the beer up, man. Yeah, of course. Yeah.